two, one, 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 two. Haru, fuck two, it, just, three, just watch the pod. I don't know why we fucking do this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why we fucking do this. You know the thing is, like, I move the I move the program to the other monitor so I can see you, and I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, I'm gonna go when he's doing it, and then I I, st- I still don't fucking get it. I'm like, I don't. There's gotta be. I don't a know what to way. do anymore. Yeah, it's uh, you know what the vod is what's been working, and you want to know what the shitty thing about it is. I think that you guys were on point, and I'm just like, this is useless. This is pointless. <laughs> and the depression got the better of me. But here we are. Here we are. Jesus. Christ. What's up, Chad? You, you know what I think. You know what I think we should start doing, and it's just we we got to come up with a jingle, right? I think that's probably going to be it. It's like once we start singing a song like acapella style and stuff, and then what? just like there it is. Do the jingle. Do the end, jingle. Like, like a st- like a good yeah. neighbor. You got to do the like, the, like a good, good neighbor. neighbor State is there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like boom. That's uh, it right there. You guys didn't see, but I put in the con the new contracts that we signed that I put a no singing clause from me. So- <laughs> when did those contracts come out? It's uh, it's in red, so Chris can't see it. <laughs> oh fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's fucking good. All right, welcome everybody. Uh, welcome to Scrubverse. It's the top of the hour. We got weather from Chris. We're, I'm just trying to do a new show. <laughs> right? No, hey, he, did, he did get some snow over the weekend, right? Chris did. Uh, yeah. I did, and it's snowing again tonight. We're expecting another, like, three to four inches. It's on top of the eight that we got last night. Jesus. And then, yeah, just watch it, it all like turn the ice. like can't go to work. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> exactly. Wow. They called out um, last week. It was, I think, Wednesday we got some some snow here and they canceled classes and i was just like god damn it i don't have classes today like why could they cancel tomorrow or yesterday <laughs> <laughs> that sucks eh, it's all right usually it how sucks. it happens huh Basically. Mm-hmm. well happy monday guys this is a new is this the first time uh no. a podcast has been done okay. <laughs> no no i was i was wondering i was like <clears throat> We we've done them on Saturday, Sundays, and Mondays. I don't think we've ever done. If it if it goes past Monday, we're like, wow, we're skipping this week. Yeah, so. we're skipping this week. There is one week where we almost went to Tuesday, and that's because we. I think we both ended up. We were both on one Megavisions podcast, but I don't think it was like the actual Megavisions podcast. I feel like it was a sideshow, but yeah. the sideshow yeah. went on for like fucking ever. And I don't remember if it was when Corey and I, I don't know if Corey was on my side, but I know I was bashing the shit at a monster party or was it monster party or Wolfman's got no nards. What movie is that? Oh yeah. That's uh, monster squad. Monster squad. Thank you. That was Halloween like a year ago, like a year and a half. Yeah. I think it wasn't like, it wasn't 2020. It was 2019's Halloween. Yeah. You know, talk about something that needs to come back. I would, I think that the Megavision sideshow should come back. It's I, been... think side, I think the sideshow should be the main cast. So, <laughs> <laughs> damn. I mean, there's nothing against uh, the Megavisions guys. I just, I have a lot of fun usually when we're on the yeah. sideshow because it's either sideshow like a movie a or a game, a game, or yeah. And it's really always like bad. Those. It's always fucking garbage. We had no. I think I finally told Scotty. I was like, I gotta watch a movie that's good. All right, I gotta review a good. Movie. I wasn't there for that one. <laughs> like, I gotta review but- something. But I like to punish myself, so that's just the difference. Mm. I don't know about all that. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Fucking icebreakers and shit. I'm not yeah. even fucking paying attention. I'll God damn. <laughs> have, have y'all? Have y'all? Y'all have already seen it. Because I know that somebody in this group is already buying Dogecoin or whatever the fuck it's called. I'm 
fucking Dogecoin. trying. Why? You can't? Is you're not Robin going Hood, Robin Hood, yeah, right? we're going to get into it, but Robin Hood's being a, a mega you-know-what. Yeah, you're not supposed to go through Robin Hood. Fuck them. They're the a, established. A, a no, Robin Hood, it's only two people that have crypto, like that, that only have Doge, I believe. I thought it was only Robin Hood and Webbull or something like that. Weeble. Weeble. From what I understand, public.com also has access to crypto as well. But no, anyway. A other ones. I was looking for Doge and I couldn't find it. The entire, like, last week has been nothing but stock markets and GameStop. And think about GameStop being, like, pivotal in this historic moment. And they're, they're, they're just going up. They've gotten so much fucking money within the last week. Well, we I don't think it's specifically good. Doge. No, no, no. We're talking specifically GameStop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking specifically GameStop. Right, like, so give us a rundown on what the fuck happened for people that don't play into the stocks at all. Correct. Okay, Eddie. Before, Eddie. Be, yeah, before before though, Corey, you want to move that uh, Discord off your face on the screen. <laughs> oh, my bad. Wait, why is it doing that? I don't know. Wait, what the what, fuck? What Discord? This is okay, we're gonna turn this off then. Boop. There we go. I don't that wasn't any of y'all's camera, so I didn't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I, I wasn't paying attention. I don't Chris know just what, looks what like he's just like, what happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Okay, no, Chris, so. give us a rundown for people that don't understand what stocks and don't fuck with that shit. Okay, so stocks is just pretty much like the the market dictating what they think that the value of, of a specific company is. So, for example, for a, a long time, GameStop was anywhere between... I believe eight at their lowest within the last year, and I think seventeen to twenty dollars. Well, there's a Reddit or a subreddit called Wall Street Bets, and they turn around and it was just like, "Hey, let's just increase this the the value of shit like GameStop and all these companies that are essentially dying." And so what what they do in the way that like short selling works is that for the bigwigs, what they do is that they will buy into a short uh, or a weak, a weak stock like GameStop, and just use it to trade upwards. So they'll buy something on the cheap like GameStop, and then they'll find something else that's a little bit more expensive, and they'll trade those GameStop stocks over for something with a little bit more value. You obviously get less of that. What Wall Street or what Reddit was doing was just like we're just going to invest, hyperinflate the value of GameStop. <laughs> And we're going to buy them all super fucking cheap, and it's going to increase the value of that GameStop stock. Right. And so they were buying hundreds of thousands of shares into GameStop for like $15, mm $13, -hmm. $17. They were all their money together for it. Exactly. They, they were just like getting everything, just throw it at fucking GameStop. And what this was doing was increasing the value of GameStop. And what ends up happening is that when you have like these hedge fund managers <laughs> trying to manage and increase the value of their fund and their clients' funds, they're just like, whoa, 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 wait, stop. This is part of our business operation. This is how we make our quote unquote livelihood. And Reddit is just like, no, fuck you. And yeah, they keep they, on buying and they keep on buying and they keep on buying. And the value of that stock continues to rise. And they didn't just do this with GameStop. They did this with like Bed Bath & Beyond. They did this with AMC. They yeah. did this with like two other companies. And they're just like, you know what? We're going to go for the next one. We're going to go for the next one. We're going to go for the next one. And the, the go thing, ahead. Oh, what I was going to say was, and the thing that's super important is they're not selling. 
No, they're so holding they're on to it. So, it so the, the value, value exactly, the value up. of GameStop stock continues to rise and stay. So these hedge fund managers were calling foul and saying we need them to stop. So they go to the platforms like Scott Trade, like Robinhood, like insert other fucking company here, Webull, and they were just like, you need to, you need to get them to stop. And so what Robinhood does is that they freeze all buying power that's illegal <laughs> into gme into amc and into all these other ones and that's market manipulation because they're saying like to protect the market we need to protect these stocks from being able to go any higher because the people who are necessarily in power or the people who make their billions and billions of dollars rely on these short sales because what this means is that now the hedge fund managers can no longer buy into gamestop and they have to – well, they could, but they're buying it at $350 a share, $250 a share, as opposed to the $17 a share that they were that they were originally buying it into. Well, what I was going to say was also uh, – oh, shit. I had it. That's why I had my finger up. And I was like, Chris, call on me. And Chris never called on me. Oh, I'm sorry. Robin Hood also has implemented an application process to open a new account. Yes. Yes, because I tried to jump on Friday and they were like, we're, you're going through the application process. We're going to be reviewing it today we, is the recording on Monday and I have yet to get accepted or declined. not surprised. Yeah, I'm not when did surprised. You, uh, when did you apply? It was like Friday morning. It so. was Friday. Well, I mean, you it, did it, it on the weekend just... and the stock market is closed over the weekend. Well, but, that's true, but yeah, usually Robin Hood, usually you're able to just jump on immediately to get onto Robin. They impl- Hood. I heard they implemented the application process after this mm-hmm. shit happening. Well, I mean, it's crazy because everybody was people who didn't know, people who don't know, right? I mean, I don't know how to play the stock market or any of this stuff goes like it's all oh, foreign yeah, to me. The closest I ever, yeah, the closest I ever got to it was I was dealing with Acorns maybe a couple of years ago. Like, do you guys remember? Do you say Robinhood? But it's uh, it's another program called Acorns. I'm familiar. Similar with thing. It. You buy, yeah, you buy small stock and it invests for you. Like blah 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 blah. But yeah, like when this whole thing broke out, I just think it made such headline news simply because of the fact that it was GameStop. And like every time you heard GameStop in the news, it's always like they're closing down. Their stock is low. GameStop is trash. Sad, blah, 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 sadder blah. and sadder news. Yeah. Right. So it's just like now it's just like, hey, phew, it's got a rocket up there because God knows what the hell is happening. But if you want to buy in, now's the time. I and you're like, I can't believe it was fucking GameStop that did it. I, I and it, it, the fucking irony of it is like so palpable <laughs> and the yeah. thing is is that it, it, they've kind of just unlocked the way that shit like this works because it's it's no it could have it could have been literally anyone it just happened mm-hmm. to be gamestop it could have happened to be any other stock it doesn't matter yeah but now the game plan is it's just like oh we're gonna buy into gamestop and then we're gonna buy into something else and we're gonna find something that has really low value and we're just going to pump it with fucking money and we're gonna find what the fucking wall street motherfuckers and the hedge fund managers are usually short selling and we're just going to pump up the fucking value of that stock as well it makes me so happy because one of the first things i saw was uh this one of the quotes it was a tweet from an older gentleman i don't remember his name i don't really care about looking up the tweet or anything but he was just like they're attacking wealthy people and I'm just yes. like, so? Yes. Like, all right. Yes. This, this, is, this is a prime example of losing at your own game. And, and the thing be- is, it's like we always hear that the quote-unquote American dream, and when people talk about the stock market, is that anything can happen. 
anything can happen. Yeah. You can you could be a millionaire overnight, or you can lose your money. It it just happens. But when it happens to the people who have been winning the game and gaming the game mm-hmm. and fucking around with the market, do we have to go back to two thousand eighteen or two thousand and eight? Where the fucking like stock market essentially crashed and hundreds of people lost their businesses and their houses, thousands of people, but the Walmart or the Wall Street guys just got paid out, like they got by, uh, bankrupt, declared bankruptcy, and we're good to go. Yeah, and yeah, they got taken care of. Yeah, and and the, the thing is, it's just like people are making a big deal over it because hedge funds managers have lost over twenty billion dollars from the beginning of the situation to the end. And good, good, because during the fucking Occupy Wall Street movement, you had people that were protesting after losing their businesses, after losing their homes, fucking driving them into fucking depression and shit like that. And the people on Wall Street just like sipping champagne, watching from below and just not giving a fuck. Now they give a fuck and they try to fuck with the system. And then the SEC turned around and was just like. Guess what? We're opening up an investigation because if we find out that any of the platforms manipulated the market, we're coming after your ass. Fucking AOC, Ted Cruz, all these people that hate each other are just like, yeah, United. we're all on the same page. This is bullshit. Yep. Except yep. AOC told Ted Cruz to fuck off and don't talk to her anymore. <laughs> and I thought that was baller. <laughs> so <laughs> he was just like, he's like, I agree with AOC. And she was like, first of all, nah. Second of all, get the fuck off my timeline. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like super weird to see that too, like when people were talking about it, because you like you hear the impact of what this is doing. But then you got people like AOC, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump Jr., and they were all like together, and you're like What happened? Am I alive? What just happened? Yeah, am I awake? <laughs> Did I die in my sleep last night? What's ha- what is going on here? <laughs> and I love the fact that these people are like they're, that's what they're, they're trying to threaten them by making the price go down and all that other stuff. And the people that bought the shares, they're just like, look, motherfucker, we've been living the last year without any help. Like, we don't care if we lose exactly. it all on this. We don't care. And that terrifies the Wall Street people. You don't fuck with somebody that re- has nothing to lose. Yeah. And it's crazy because I remember seeing that somebody was like tweeting or like it's, it became a trend where people are like, the stock market or like this situation in particular is helping out more Americans more than the actual government itself. And I'm like, this is, these are the little things that lead to other bigger things that we want to avoid. Damn it. We got to start playing the different games, man. Can't play by the rules yeah. anymore. I mean, it, it is true. It is true. Like shit like this does end up leading to, to larger, more volatile events. Like, you never you never know what's going to end up happening. Because this, this, this is going into class warfare, in the making, man. Right? Like, shit like this happens. Right. Yeah. This is this is the, the this is the alternative, right? Or the opposite of what the stock market crash is. Like, this is... I don't even know what to call this thing, right? Like, stock market surge? I don't know. No, no, it's, it's so weird. Revolution. Like, <laughs> it's, right. It's yeah, not it's, necessarily, it's, like, a, a surge or anything like that. But the... The issue is, it's just like if 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 billionaires and if, if investors end up losing a lot of money over this, you got to make sure that the money stays within the country and it's being reallocated in like places where people need it, because this could lead to a depression. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. This could lead to another I mean, fucking <laughs> crash in the market. We're kind of already there. <laughs> well, I mean, like we've been in a downward spiral for the last year and a year or so. I yeah. mean, and we're not the only country to do that. But I mean, like this could just accelerate it in a way. Um, right. But as long as like the money stays within the the country, hopefully 
it'll work out well. Yeah, that's the thing. If normal, like, let's just say these people that have bought the stocks, I don't know what the fuck their lives are, but if they're just like an everyday man that will put, that's pumping money back into the regular economy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's the problem with wealthy people having so much wealth is because they just hold on to it and they're not putting it into the system and making the system ultimately better. Like that. Well, we're, you, go ahead. We're holding on to it and putting it all in GameStop, baby. Let's go. That's. I'm trying to get fucking Dogecoin, but Robinhood's a bunch of cunts. I said it. I don't even care. It's fucking stupid. I love I it. Have, I'm about to buy. I want two thousand shares. I'm about to buy of Dogecoin. I saw someone has four point one million shares of Dogecoin. That's crazy. Like they bought That's... them when they were like point zero zero five cents. Yeah, I know, and they're like six cents a pop right now, seven cents a pop right now. You just, See, they just have to so, get to so, a dollar. If you get to a dollar, that's it. <laughs> yep. Can some can someone explain cryptocurrency or digicurrency, whatever you want to call it? Okay, me? so cryptocurrency as if, as, if, as, if, as if I was hold on as if as if I was five years old. Okay, so because I don't get that shit. <laughs> check this out. Imagine, just imagine that there was another currency, another legitimate currency, but you can't hold it in your hand. It has value but you can't hold it in your hand. And just like every other currency, the value of that currency fluctuates against other currencies, whether it goes up or down. And the more that you buy into a specific type of currency, the more valuable that currency is. So think about the buying power of the dollar, okay? The dollar is one of the more powerful currencies around. In fact, it's so powerful that it is the universal trading unit for any currency around the world. If you want to trade the the euro into the Chinese yuan, you have to trade it into dollars first. That's how powerful the, the, the US dollar has. If people stop trading in the US dollar, the value of the dollar goes down. If people stop trading in the euro, the value of the euro goes down. There's an issue with like the, the Japanese yen because back in the 50s going on to the 90s, there was a lot of people that were, that were trading in the Japanese yen because of the manufacturing that was going out of Japan. And there's a lot of people buying into the businesses that were over there. However, all of that has declined since the 90s and they've kind of been like in this pseudo depression, pseudo recession type deal. And they're trying to get back on their feet, but that impacts the value of their currency. The same thing in the U.S. The value of the currency goes up and down depending on how well their market is doing and how much people are buying into said currency. I mean, there's a lot of global market manipulation between the world leaders and their countries because they want to dethrone the dollar and have something else put into its place, whether it's their own country's uh, currency, much like how China wants to put (laughs) money into it. Or something more universal, like cryptocurrency, which could be a universal uh, option for you. Now, you can right. buy any amount of cryptocurrency that you want. You Like, one Bitcoin is like thousands and thousands of dollars. But a Dogecoin is like six cents. And you can buy as Bitcoin much of it that you want to. Either. That's why people made so yeah. much money off of Bitcoins. They exactly. Because really it was like lightning. It, super ch- yeah. Exactly. It was lightning in a bottle. And just one day, Bitcoin blew the fuck up. And that's when everyone tried to get into the whole cryptocurrency bullshit. Now, now ultimately, though, ultimately, like Bitcoin and Dogecoins, you can only actually use that on resources or platforms that actually take that currency, right? Like, I can't, hypothetically speaking, if I have what the equivalent of a Bitcoin or a Dogecoin to is what 300,000 US dollars. I can't take those coins and be like, "Hey, I want to put a down payment on a house or I want to buy a house." Unless you right? sell it. 
Depend on depends Unless on you sell it. Exactly. Okay. And it depends on one who's going to take it, which there are people who do take it. Dogecoin is just like super uh, meme. Like nobody knows like the meme like Dogecoin. Like, they know Bitcoin. They know Electrum. They know uh, a few other digital currencies. Dogecoin is kind of like the meme coin. But if Dogecoin just goes the fuck up. Yeah, it doesn't if, matter what the name it doesn't it is. matter if it's got value, you can sell it. And somebody will fucking buy it, and it, it will be sold at market value, unless Got it. for some fucking reason otherwise stated. I think I did the math, and on Friday, I think each share was like almost five cents each. If I were to put in $100, it gave me roughly 2,000 shares, and if that hit a dollar, I just turned $100 into two grand. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> like, Right. So but- That's insane. But, no, but when people, when uh, the fucking stock uh, apps and shit start blocking registrations and, you know, setting buying limits, that's when shit, like, breaking their own terms of service. And that's like, ultimately, like, the biggest issue when it comes down to the platforms. Why the pla- See, it was already a big fucking deal when, like, AMC and GME were going up in value because it was it was unprecedented. It was just like this. Billionaires were saying, no, this is a $17 a share company it shouldn't be going any higher and they were just like no fuck you fucking number goes burr and just kept pumping it with money what do you mean it shouldn't go up if we do what we're doing then it goes up right that's how your rules work and they're just Mm -hmm. like yeah technically they're like okay that's all i needed to hear thank you (laughs) but it's some of the best entertainment i've seen in a long time like yeah i'm loving every bit of it i concur with that I, I can agree with that. It's it's absolutely – I love seeing – and I'm not saying all rich people are bad. If you've got some money, good on you. But I'm talking about the stockbrokers, the Wall Street, the hedge fund assholes. Those are the ones that I'm talking about, and those are the ones that need to be taken down. And they realize that they could they, – that this could completely fuck up Wall Street, and they understand that. And I can bet you within the next – I'd say month tops. There's going to be some kind of bill that's going to be trying to start regulating that shit. Yeah. They're going to I mean, try it, for it. it might it, not pass. It's like, yeah, it's like you said, though. It was definitely entertaining for the least because just seeing there were so many things that were going on. The confusion in this whole thing of like, <laughs> why is GameStop trending? Why is the stock market trending? Yeah. What's going on with Reddit? What's going on with Robinhood? Like all this it all stuff. Happened and then in like I think, six hours. Yeah. And I think my personal favorite where the people were like, man, I should have invested on Friday on GameStop. Motherfucker, you didn't know. Like nobody knew. No, you, like, you had like, to there, have you had to have gotten the heads up. There was Yeah, like there was, but there was a, there was literally were, what I was gonna say yeah. was there were some people from Friday. Couple of my friends, the one person uh, that I know, he was just like, "Yeah, I knew on Friday, but I didn't know how true it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that yeah. if I should tell people to act on this <laughs> when you needed to buy it yeah, no, back see, when it was like six dollars in December." No, yeah, no, I see, needed I to know this ones... on a fucking payday, and every single time some stupid shit like this happens, it's always not on fucking payday, which pisses me off. <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is too is like, yeah, you could cash out at like three hundred and fifty, but the whole point is not cashing out. The whole right. point you want to hold is, on is holding over it. the system because the, pe- yeah. the people that are making the like, I think it was on Friday, the price started going tanking pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, but those were the people that were cashing out when it hit 350. But now it's back up to like 325 or something. I think it's holding around there. 
Yeah. Uh, and that's largely because the SEC turned around and said, it's just like, you're not fucking around with anything. And if we got to open up an investigation and start fucking digging into people, then we're going to fucking do that. So I hope, I hope that they make good on that because you know how this shit fucking works. The people, the people on top fucking have backroom deals to make it seem yep. like everything is going to work out in the people's favor and it ends up fucking shafting them. So you know what? Yep. I hope, I hope this lights a fire under some people's asses but we, the big the big takeaway from this is that one robin hood is under a class action lawsuit and that's obviously going to take months to figure out maybe even years along with other platforms as well like weeble and shit like that the second thing i wanted to highlight is that in regards to the conversation about uh, the bitcoin and digital currency chat was saying that uh, the way that you use Bitcoin is very similar to the barter system. You have to trade for it for something else of equivalent or near equivalent value. The price of gold fluctuates depending on how well the economy is doing. I would argue Bitcoin moves similarly, but the price fluctuations are way more volatile. So not, I, I mean, kind of like stock, but not quite like stock. It's yeah. it's not it's not a true one for one from what Chad's saying. They got some big players that are jumping into this too. They got uh, Justin yeah. Sun, he says on his tweet, he says, I'll be buying $1 million of GME tonight from Asia when the market opens. Wall Street Bets community know that over 4 billion Asian community and 20 million TRX community are behind you. Watch out, Asians are coming. Those are his words, not mine. So- <laughs> uh, you got the Ethan Klein from h3 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 yeah he said i'm buying stock tonight i don't care if i lose it all i will continue to invest in companies being shorter or shorter by criminal hedge funds until they are all bankrupt i saw bruce bruce uh from formerly of funhouse he was mm-hmm. all in on it he was doing it. he's like I, i'm buying stock today to fuck over billionaires so <laughs> good so so ultimately though is ultimately i know that like the gamestop thing and this and the stock pricing and all that stuff that happened is like to help out the people and whatnot help out the people right um but the finding of like digital currency and or trying to invest in digital currency is that a reason because people are trying to find an alternative form of currency overall like do you think they're trying to eliminate just the dollar not just the u.s dollar but like overall in other countries like can we all have a universal type of dollar with that You're, you're going into some globalist fucking think tank type shit and uh, not that I'm opposed to talking about it, but this—that's another podcast. That—that's a whole different thing. That's a whole thing, different right? thing. Okay. I, we could talk about that a little bit later. But the, I can the, tell you with Dogecoin, okay. I believe it's just people trying to buy into it so they can get maybe hit the lottery. I mean, it, I'm just—it's a combination. Let's just, let's just go the Fallout route. Let's just go the Fallout uh-huh. route and collect bottle caps, right? Right. Let's just sure. go. Yeah. That's so. <laughs> that's very interesting that you bring that up because I had the I when I first went to college, the first time I went to college, I only went for one semester. I'm not going to get into the whole story of it, but there was one teacher that I put like, I just, I remember. And it's because of one of it was, this was our college algebra class. And I don't know what happened, but he got on the subject of currency and its monetary value. And he went, we didn't have class that day. He did a lecture, an hour lecture telling us how flawed our monetary system was because our money is not backed by any like precious uh, silvers, precious metals. Yep, and he just he goes he goes tomorrow the go the government could say eggs are the new currency, and then everybody that's a billionaire is not fucked. And chicken farmers are like he, I don't know why, but like he made 
so much freaking sense. And I was just like, I called my dad afterwards. I was like, did you know that our monetary system is completely flawed? And he was like, it's fucking Wednesday on the end of the afternoon. You need to calm down with these questions. <laughs> He's like, it's two. I'm not even out of work yet. <laughs> the the thing is, is that one, somebody has been watching the zeitgeist. That's that's number one. Because like anybody, anybody who brings up that fucking like conversation point has been watching some fucking conspiracy theory bullshit. Oh, yeah. Two, yes, the the U.S. Econ- the U.S. dollar is based off of the economy. Guess what? Almost every other fucking uh, economy around the world is based off of their own economy. There's no, like, precious metals. We moved away from the gold standard <laughs> fucking almost a century ago. And now we're coming back to – these people are coming back. We need to go back to the, the gold standard. I, I – no? No? Which no. Quit trying to revert us back to the fucking 50s. That's what the whole last four years was. That's like the 20s, bro. Yeah. The last four years of you-know-who's presidency just put us fucking back 60 years in time. Um, so no, but we feel like that. We do feel like that. I'm not, I'm not condoning it, but no. I say that as I'm tweeting out. Yes, but no. So... Anyway. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> That's it. No more Monday shows. No more Monday shows. All this shit's crazy. Yeah, That's no. If you're, if, big, you're, uh... if you're worried about whether or not you should have bought into the stock market, uh, don't. Don't. There, one, there'll be other opportunities because shit like that is – shit like this in reality happens all the time. There uh, are people and the that way... do this every day. That's their yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how they become hedge fund managers. I'm, I'm just <laughs> – you know, it is what it is. But I mean, all, all I can say is, I'm not is tripping good, out. Yeah. yeah, good luck to everybody, and uh, God save America. That's that's just pretty much it. <laughs> wow, Chris is saying yeah, that. Not, fuck, I, I, <laughs> I'm not tripping out on any of this stuff. Like I said, even there was an even like if you were to come up to me, like let's say next week, and be like, "Yo, Eddie, you got a hundred bucks? Invest in this thing like right now." I'd be like. No, nah, I'm good. I need those 100 bucks. <laughs> like, I'm okay Fuck right y'all, now. I'm going like, to be a millionaire. I'm going into Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but the thing is, that, Eddie, I understand, like, the way that you're saying that because I know a lot of people, like, will look at it from a different spectrum. And it's just like, do I need to invest this money or do I need to fucking eat? And I have argue- I had an argument with, with one dude. It was just like, no, the pain, pain and suffering will teach us to be a better – better uh community and if we we come together and pool our money and invest it into the betterment and like capitalism and blah 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 i'm just like i don't necessarily have an issue with capitalism but i know that i've got neighbors like my sister for example has to make the decision of whether or not she's going to fucking be able to wash her clothes or eat well that week or fucking pay the the water bill and paycheck to paycheck no this is this is like pay like trying to get welfare to welfare check like Shit. you can't you, you can't even work to get money. Like it's just crazy. Absolutely fucking nuts. Yeah. But yes, this is That is a good opener. <laughs> that that is the opener right now. Shit. Well I, well I was gonna ask you, I was on my way home and I know this is still kind of an opener, but I was I caught we have the Sirius XM radio and there's a Aussie station. So I was like, huh. And I thought Boneyard? Yeah, it was Boneyard, because Neon Knights came on, you know, song by Black Sabbath. Great song. And I was like, I, I thought about it. I was like, oh, shit, we're all three pretty much in, like, the mu- We know about Black Sabbath and that genre of music. So my question to y'all. Seen twice. And I guess I could have waited until questions, but I figured I'd just ask it now. What is your favorite Black Sabbath song? 
Mm, probably like, paranoid. Oof. I'm not. I'm actually more of a fan of Ozzy's solo work than I am of Black Sabbath, and I also think that Black Sabbath was better with uh, Dio than it was with. Oh my um, God! What? Everyone that I've ever brought that up to, I was like, Dio, like Dio's good. They're like, Dio, what? Dio was fine by himself, but he's not. You know, he's not the Prince of Darkness. And I'm and I'm just like, okay, Dio's. I like Neon Knights, like. Like he's got some good songs, and you're one of the first people to agree with me. <laughs> no, like I, I honestly yeah. think that uh, Ozzy does a better job solo. Like I like Black Sabbath, don't get me wrong, but Dio Sabbath, it's just different. It hits different. So like it's a little the, faster too. I feel it is, and the reason why is because Dio kind of came like I don't want to say that he came out of the prog scene, but he kind of like very much influenced the prog scene. Yeah, like, you listen just take to his... a look at the video for uh, Holy Diver. <laughs> yeah, and like shit like that, and fucking when you look at early Black Sabbath, early Black Sabbath, I mean, you can say that they were they were very much more like a doom metal band, like a very yeah. very early that doom first metal album? band. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Like, honestly, for me, because I like, you know, traditional heavy metal and I also like a little bit of hair metal, early, uh, like, not early Sabbath. Early Sabbath doesn't really do it for me except for Paranoid. In fact, Paranoid is the only song on that record that I actually like. Um, I don't know. Fairies Wear Boots, I think, is really good. No, no, it is good. It is good. But I'm just, like, saying, like, comparatively, if I had a choice to go listen to anything that Ozzy has done, uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to Blizzard of Oz. You know, I'm going. Uh, uh, I'm, yeah. I'll. I will play "Bark at the Moon" until the day I fucking die, because that's my favorite fucking Aussie song. Absolute favorite yeah. I was fucking say Aussie. Paranoid song. had a lot of big hits too. Yes. Well, I mean, it it, it goes back to like like what Chris was saying. See, because I was I agree with Chris on this whole thing. I'm a more Aussie guy than I am Black Sabbath, and I can't go back and be like, oh, I want to listen to this Black Sabbath album. I'd rather listen to just Aussie albums now. Paranoid is what I would lean to all the time. Paranoid would be the song that I go. War Pigs, if I'm feeling it, Sabbath War Bloody Pigs Sabbath is kind of a maybe. Like, I I hate yeah. War Pigs. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like Iron Man. Like Iron Man is cool to watch in videos because it's like good background music. When you listen yeah. to it by itself, I'm just like there could be like a hundred different things I could be listening to instead of this. That Ozzy specifically has done. That Tony Iommi has specifically done. I mean, done. even that fucking Post Malone song with Ozzy, I like. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> that song is well, so that fucking cover, good. That cover you shared when that song first came out by those mm -hmm. YouTube guys, that one's really good. It is really good because as well. it sounds like it's so they take that one. They basically take Post Malone out of it and they just make a guy or have a guy that sounds like Ozzy and he sings the whole song and mm -hmm. it sounds great. Yeah, it's super fucking good. Now, I mean, I like Ozzy. I like Post Malone. I just didn't think that mashup was well, necessary. The thing, well, the, I, I agreed with you until a pair, uh, supposedly, and this is supposedly, Post Malone actually, like, Ozzy was doing really, really bad. Like, he just wouldn't get out of the house. I think he started getting depressed. But when Post brought it to yeah. him, he was like, hey, I want to do this. I want you to come out on a couple shows. Like, Ozzy just lit the fuck up and was so happy. Yep. So that's one of the reasons that I like that. Post Malone, Post Malone might ha not have the best music to some. I like a lot of his music. He's got the stupidest fucking tattoos I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but the man is not giving me a reason to hate him. Like, well, no, I don't hate him either. There I, I got nothing I against him. Like I like, said, Post yeah. Malone's the worst. I'm just like, he's just like a dude. Well, but they don't even. But yeah, but they don't even know, and that's the problem with it. It's just like if you if you follow Post Malone's career, right? He originally wanted to be a rock star. He was yeah. in a metal he originally band. Wanted to be like a yeah, yeah. He, he was, was in, in metal he bands, was in the hardcore like scene. Background. 
Yeah. And it just didn't work out for him. So then he finds an avenue that works out for him. I can't hate the guy. The guy genuinely does good music. And if he does things like that for Ozzy or like other people, then yeah, I mean, like you said, there's no reason to I hate this guy. I have to pull up the Kagome tattoo. <laughs> oh my God. It's so bad. It's but, so fucking but, bad. It's but so to answer, bad. To, to, answer, to answer the Sabbath question. Holy I shit. Yeah, it's this. real bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paranoid with Ozzy. Uh, in Black Sabbath with Ozzy, favorite song is Paranoid. Neon Nights with Dio uh, is my favorite. Heaven and Hell. Mm-hmm. Black Sabbath, Hell yeah. right? And I've seen them both live. Oh, I've seen both wow. Ozzy Sabbath wow. and I've seen Dio Sabbath. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a big thing yeah. to say that I've done. So. I've seen Dio yeah. live. I fucking wish that. So Dio passed away. I think I was maybe 19 years old. I was going to yeah. college and they were just like, yo, Ronnie James Dio died. I'm just like. Are you are you fucking Shit. serious? <laughs> I was about to buy tickets, like because they do a yearly show, uh, and yeah. the, one of the things was like Dio was going to be headlining, and I don't remember which one it was. It might have been like the uh, the rock star, like the drink, the the rock star yeah. fucking um, metal mayhem or whatever the fuck it was. Like one year, Children of Bodom fucking headlined that show, and the next year I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. yo, I need I need to go. And then like they were saying like, yo, Dio is going to be like special guest or fucking headlining it, and then. Boom, we heard that he had got that diagnosed with stomach cancer. Yeah. And it was all she wrote after that. And I'm just like, fuck. Well, I have to go back. So you yeah. guys have picked uh, Paranoid. I actually am going to go with The Wizard is one of my favorite Black Sabbath songs. Okay. Like, the Wizard? I'm a, I'm a sucker for good harmonica. So that's one of the reasons that I really like that one. Uh, I also like the Black Sabbath self-titled song. Like, okay. that is very doom metal like that is like if you listen to those lyrics and then uh i like nativity in black nativity in black's really really good too bro if i like you... the, i like rob zombie's version too <laughs> if you like doom metal is that nib is that Do nib isn't it is nativity in black nib They're, they have a song yeah, yeah, called yeah, yeah, nib yeah. Too, right? yeah 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 it's nib okay okay i was like yeah all right that's the one <laughs> yeah uh, I th- what what was the one it's not is nativity in black the one where he basically a woman's falling in love with lucifer i think so yeah I yeah. think that is, yeah, yeah. I yeah. really like that song. <laughs> now, if you guys want to get in on some doom metal, y'all hit me up because oh, I gosh. got some. I got some fucking doom metal that's super fucking good. And I, I mean, told like, you about is that the concert playing? I went to where they were doing the stomp, stomp dancing shit, right? No, I was in. This was before I met you, but I was down in Austin. We went out to a bar, and it was just some. Uh, I think it was some like. I think I had brought it up before. It's some metal band down in the Texas area. Mm-hmm. Like, We Holy Few. or I don't know. I don't even know what it's called. But my friend was like, let, I want to go to this, but I don't want to go by myself. I was like, all right, let's go. I'll go drink a couple beers, all that stuff. And we go. these guys are swinging their arms and just stomping on the ground. Oh, yeah. I remember this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, these guys look like fucking idiots. <laughs> like, no. Nope. Like, my friend was like, you going to jump in there? I was like, hell no. I'm going to watch the show from back at the bar. <laughs> I'm not getting in that shit. <laughs> it was stupid. That's, like, I'm all for like getting hyped and jumping up and like crowd surfing and all that. That's a mosh pit. Like, that's a bad mosh pit. But that's it's a, mosh a pit. bad mosh I've been in, I've been in a kill switch engage uh, uh, fucking mosh pit. And a system of a down oh, one. That's funny. I got a kill switch story. I got a kill Go switch story it. about how I almost dislocated my jaw at a kill switch engage concert. Oh, wow. It was Long Beach Arena. It was kill switch and Lamb of God Damn. performing. And 
somewhere along the way we're in the pit and you got these dudes that are swinging their fucking yeah. arms and whatever and shit right hardcore dancers whatever the hell you want to call them or stompers anyways the point is the point is I'm getting like so pissed off at these guys fucking out there swinging. I'm in the pit with my buddy and we both just start like shoulder chucking everybody. We're just like, like just like taking them out. Crowd killing. Let's go. And then what, what, yeah, one dude, one dude just comes in straight up. And what I feel at the time (laughs) is a punch straight to the jaw. Okay. That's what I felt. I felt like it was a punch straight to the jaw. And I was just like, what the hell just happened? Like, yeah. my jaw, I couldn't talk. I couldn't, like, do anything. Like, I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm like, my jaw's broken type of shit. But I'm like, like, after, like, a couple of minutes, I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I just can't, I can't, like, I can't yeah. fully motion. Like, I just, it's stuck. And I'm like, what the hell happened? So, like, after the concert, like, Lamb of God played, wait, whatever. After the concert, we went to go eat. Couldn't eat. Couldn't finish my burger. Went home. Woke up the next day. And I'm like touching myself where I thought I got punched. I was like, like it was this one, right? Yeah, because it was like I felt it like right here. And I'm like, man, it doesn't feel like it's hurting right here. Like, what the hell's going on? Then I go down here <laughs> and I have a massive like bruise and tender spot right here. And I'm like, I didn't get punched. Somebody came up with their shoulder yeah, exactly and just straight true. up. Gah! And I'm like. Holy, it took me about two weeks. Yeah, it took me about two weeks. Never again after that incident was like the time that I'm just like, I'm too old for this shit. I can't be pitting anymore. I got to be hanging out in the back, the wall, drinking my beers. I was the wall of the mosh pit at the System of a Down concert. Yeah. Because like, like my friend, she was next to me and the mosh pit started. And I went, oh, no, she can't do a wall. And I just moved her to the <laughs> my left side. She's like, thank you. I was like, I don't think you could have pushed these guys back. Nah, oh, bro. Man, that was that shit. My, was my, um, what was it? My, I'm too old for this shit. I forget who I was fucking uh, with and who else was playing there. But I went to an Exodus show. And this was back when Rob Dukes was, uh, was the vocalist. Not Soza, but we were. They started playing "Star Spangled Banner" or what? What's the what's not "Star Spangled Banner"? Uh, "Scar Spangled Banner," and we fucking we were doing like the circle, and everyone was just like running really, really, really fast in the yep. circle, and they were just like, "No, fuck this, oh, fucking death!" And I'm just like, <laughs> "Oh, it's about to get real," and it was just like, "Oh, what? Well, that's our." fucking stupid <laughs> once once the fucking beat drops you just run straight towards the other end and kill that motherfucker That's so stupid and i'm just like yo let's it's go so let's fucking go and baby let's fucking go and you're and you're preparing for this that's the worst yeah. part about it it's like you know yeah you it's like you to do that you guys, yes. <laughs> yeah you guys are going this way and you guys are going this way and when the fucking beep drops or the breakdown oh, shit man. you go fucking crazy and you're like I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. Exactly, right exactly. I, I, I see I you. See I see you. That's like, ah, uh, can we rethink this? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like that one guy, one guy that's in the fucking mosh pit and he's eating a bowl of cereal. Have you ever seen that shit? Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, like that was at an every time I die show. But I mean, like, imagine him this going guy would be to go in see his underwear 
and just like with a bowl of cereal exactly. in the middle of a no one would ever fucking hit him either. Like, no, no, not the every time I die funny. show, but if you go to fucking exit, if you go to testament, and they're just like, yo, fucking wall of death. By the way, I fucking gave myself a concussion that day. I don't remember the rest of the show, but I bet it was dope. Because <laughs> I fucking slammed. <laughs> it's not even just because I was in the front when we started running. And it turns out I was not the fastest runner that day because everyone starts going ahead of me. And when I finally make contact with the guy, I got, I paired up with like this really fat dude. And I'm like, oh, that isn't so bad. Boom, 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 right from behind. (laughs) <laughs> oh no! <laughs> right, so it's it, so so we're transitioning into like like walls of death, and like let's talk about the one time we almost died at a monster, exactly. right? Like, is that what's going yeah. on? Because I have a story too. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking the because I saw Kill Switch, they were opening for Rise Against. And, okay. Uh, Kill Switch was great. I told this story before, but on, when Rise Against happened, I think we were doing one of their slow songs, and the whole fucking crowd just decided to sway. And I'm not oh, talking yeah. like step and sway. They were literally just bending their bodies like in a like a smaller degree angle. And I was just like, my ankles are about to break. And yep. I had to get out of the fucking mosh, like out of the middle of it. Fucking. So that was the last one. I was like, okay, I-, I think I'm good. I'm done with coming to big concerts like this. I'll still go to small ones. Like I went and saw the Proto Man yeah. and Twerp. But like these big ones, man, unless that I can't go to a concert and just sit up in the stands. That's what mm-hmm. we did for Tool. Because we got our tickets late. But you can do it with Tool because they basically have a concert of psychedelic shit going on in the background. So it's fine. And I mean, Maynard's that's not even in the front. I'm sorry, Eddie, go ahead. Go ahead, Eddie. Go ahead. Two, 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 two things. I don't mind sitting up at the bleachers for a concert. I don't. Okay. Like, I'm okay. Like, like I'll go see Maiden, Metallica. Well, like this bleachers. No, like, don't care. I don't care. Okay. I don't see, care. See, that's the thing with stadium. I, I, yeah, I, 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 with with stadium shows, like you're going to have video put on them, so I don't get like I'm all about fucking sitting up in the bleachers because I'm gonna have like this fucking 240 inch television, probably larger than that, just showing yeah. me everything that I want to see along with the psychedelic show. It's fine. I'm Gucci yeah. with that shit. I went to go see fuck like I went to go see Depeche Mode and they did that shit. But there's also <laughs> oh, another show that's coming up. <laughs> For fucking god damn it what's his fucking name he was in strapping young lad and i don't remember what exactly old men at concerts let's go um (laughs) it's it's the smaller shows where it's just like okay what's the likelihood i'm risking my life tonight yeah Yeah. no yeah and then and then the second thing i was going to say the second thing well actually three things right the second thing i was going to say you're going to get the same audio quality down there as you are going to get up there possibly better i'm not paying yeah, I mean, no, mm-hmm. I, I, dude, I paid, I paid about 150 bucks to see Metallica at the T-Mobile Arena out here. Worst Metallica concert I had ever seen, and I've seen them three times. Why? And I was like, and that, and that, just the audio quality was just not. There. Were you in the bleachers or were you in the fucking? No, no, no. I paid 150 bucks to be close up, like not. Oh, they're right there, but I'm like, yeah, I could, I could see your face, James. Hey, here's my titty, like. They, they could see me type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And worst, worst, I don't know if it was just them. I don't know if it was, but things like that are the reason why I don't want to invest so much money into going into like the front of the of the seats now. Because I'm like, I get the same quality that I do out here as I am down there. If not, it's going to be worse when either way. Metallica was touring last time, my buddy went to Little Rock with his wife and they had like drones with cameras going around and shit like that and these huge TV monitors and all that. That's cool. He said it was pretty fucking cool. 
Oh no. I, I just think yeah, that no. depending on who you're seeing, you're like you're going for a different experience. So if I'm going to a tool concert, if I'm going to like that big arena rock, like a couple of years ago, me and my wife went to go see um Macedon, Deftones, and Alice in Chains. And this was like years ago. But it was yeah, like that's a long the, time ago for the head. The the arena. It was like a huge fucking arena type shit. We were I have no problem sitting in the bleachers for that shit. But if I'm gonna go to a fucking paladin show, they only play in bars and shit like that. So <laughs> We're going to the bar and someone's getting fucked up. That's like back in the day when I used to like hang out with the fucking hardcore kids and they'd have their fucking local bands play at the fucking Denny's. After hours, I'm just like, yo, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Every time I go, and I I love the small shows. I've seen Proto Man. I love like uh, Bit Brigade, like MC Chris. I love those shows. But I always end up in the fucking speaker. I'm just like, how did this happen? Oh, like, dude, every yeah. fucking time, I feel like I'm in the speaker. That's your problem. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, that happens to me, too. I bring fucking uh, ear protection when I, I fucking... I didn't as a kid. If I were to do it now, I would have to. No, because like I went to a Marilyn Manson show back in 2015 in, in South Carolina. And I we Tiff and I just ended up in the fucking speakers like, at the fucking House of Blues. I'm just like, the- god damn it. Yeah, for the next four fucking days, you can't hear right. Exactly. It's just constant ringing. Old yeah. minute concerts. Let's yeah. go. The The last thing I was going to say, and I think, I don't know where this is going to go, but I don't get Tool. I don't get Tool. Okay. I don't understand it. I've tried listening to them, and I had to, I had opportunity to see them for free, and I'm just like, no, I'm good. I don't. Real quick, I seen Primus as well. So, real quick, how many prog metal bands do you listen to? How many prog rock bands do you listen to? Probably none. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? Progressive rock and progressive metal. Rush is progressive rock. I mean, I listen to Rush. I like Rush, mm-hmm, but Rush is very different from Tool. Yeah. I I, yeah. I think that right there that mostly answers the question because Tool is one very progressive and very experimentation uh, experiment. Yeah. Exper- I can't say the fucking word. Experimental. Thank you. Thank you. That word. Yeah. So if you if you don't dabble in those genres all that much, then you probably won't get it. Like yeah. I did yeah. I didn't start enjoying Tool until I until I started listening to a lot of prog metal. Like I was listening to Atheist, I was listening to um forget the fucking names of the other bands right now because of course I'm on the spot. But that that's like right. the best that I got right now. Like Rush and I listened to fucking Atheist. And I didn't. We listen to we we listen to real metal in this house, you know, Demu Burger. Okay, uh, you you said real metal, and you picked the most radio pop friendly uh, black metal outfit out of all of them. Like they get played on Sirius XM. Get the fuck out of here! I'm just get the just fuck out of here! Just kidding. <laughs> Garbage. Oh my god! Garbage. Garbage. No, no, no. Day. I, I I listen to Demu Burger every now and then. Only every now and then. Who the fuck that is? So I don't. Yeah, I, I listen to him. <laughs> Yo, Demon Board Gear is my go. shit. <laughs> you, I never. I never, <laughs> I never listened to him, and I didn't listen to the Used. My cousin was huge into the Used. Okay, so the Used is legitimate yeah, I garbage, but yeah. I do love me some Billy Vallow. I have no problem admitting yeah. that. I love him. Love him. Yeah, I had the opportunity. I had the opportunity to see uh, him with a buddy of mine over at the Wiltern in Hollywood. And that was the same day that I met Bam Margera because he was right mm-hmm. in front of me. And I'm like, you're Bam Margera. And it was, like, was like, fuck like, you. The whole. <laughs> yeah, basically. But he was not. He was cool. He was cool. He's like, yeah, that's me. Enjoy the show. Was and I'm like, oh, this oh, prime time. Thanks. 
No, yeah, this is where like Bebo the Bam and all that oh, shit was shit. happening because that's how I found out yeah. about him because Bebo Bam, Bam is the only reason time. why <laughs> that fucking Billy got yeah. big over here. Like you don't like you don't understand like how mm-hmm. important Bam Margera was the entire pop punk and punk and fucking goth rock goth metal scene. Pretty much all of the Gothenburg uh, metal scene, the melodic death metal scene, is like owes Bam Margera a huge fucking debt. Because they, also they got local yeah. ones too, like Bloodhound Gang. Oh yeah, 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 he was he was so Ben was just all about like listening to good fucking music, and he, whatever anything that he liked, he was like immediately like I need you on my show, like just on the spot. Yeah. I need you on my show. So many people yeah. got big. So many bands, small bands, got huge. They had Slayer because of Ben. <laughs> Slayer on his fucking show. I they mean, but Slayer, house. Slayer. Yeah, but still, like, hey, well, I mean, Bam was big by then, too. He couldn't have pulled that shit in the jackass days. No. <laughs> Not the early jackass days. No, no, no. Yeah. But. Clutch, Clutch. I, that's how I found out who Clutch was, was because of Viva La Bam. Wow. Because they were on an episode playing Mob Goes Wild, and I was like, what the fuck is this? That's crazy. I like that one song from CKY. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck CKY. I fucking uh, hate CKY. The, the, yeah, the one that everybody knows. The one that everybody knows. Ah. Uh. Something things, little wow. things, fucking. Wow. Anyway, uh, that Whatever. was uh, my uh, my question about Black Sabbath. So. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, yeah. I could I could talk music all fucking and... day. Like I'm, we could, we could go into fucking Scrubbers podcast is the companion podcast coming on. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is Stranger uh, Things music? Stranger Things. Get that the TV, TV show, show out of here. No, I think he was like referencing CKY. No. Uh, uh, it was a long song title. Stranger Little Things. I, I found out about like Andrew that, WK yeah. from Jackass, the movie. The first uh, movie. That was, that was just Fuse TV or Much Music at the time. Oh, I remember. No, no, no. What was it before Fuse? Much Music. No, it was something. Mistress yeah. Juliet was on there. Yeah, they had the, they had had the thing where she take. Off. Yeah, they had, um, they had a few things. Not Headbangers Ball because that was MTV. But... No, it was. Yeah, it was, it was I miss. I remember. I, miss, when, I remember uh, when MTV was about the music. What was that another metal <laughs> show or whatever it was called? I don't recall. It's the one with Eddie Trunk. He 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 hosted. You talking about VH1's That's Metal <sighs> Show? Yeah, I think that was the one that I watched. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 You can I still watch, watch that, that shit. That that show is, yeah. is actually still pretty good. I mean, he it's... basically does a a Sirius XM show now, where it's just the same thing. I would I would buy Sirius XM just for that. Like, Sirius XM's not bad. I like it. No, no, maybe yeah, maybe you're right. Fuse, because I remember I, when I first found Fuse, I was like, oh, this is much better than fucking MTV. Yeah, and then two years later, they went in the exact same formula and method as yep. MTV, which sucks yep. because like when it was much music, it was just fucking rock, punk, heavy metal. Yeah. Hip hop, like not the mainstream hip hop, like actual like fucking. No, you see uh, MF Immortal, Doom on there. <laughs> MF Doom, Immortal <laughs> Technique, shit like that, and I'm just like, oh fucking, I'm here for it. Let's fucking go. Immortal <laughs> Technique, I haven't heard that name in such a long. I know, time. I know. Fucking, I don't think he's come out with anything since '08. It's been a minute. It's been a long ass minute. Been a hot minute. Anyway, Corey, what, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> Not shit, no. Let me pull up my <laughs> list here. Uh, I had a lot of shit going on this week. Uh, oh, Christian yeah? died, so uh, <laughs> kind of. In my no Friday night, uh, I did my second day of the Pokemon. Oh fuck you! And we had three <laughs> casualties that night. That's terrible. 
That's Man, play Pokemon awesome. Blaze out of your mind is super fucking fun. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh man, no, it's still going good. I mean, it pulls in viewers. Uh, I've been. I'm not going to get into the numbers, but I'm having. There's a lot more people watching my streams now, so that feels pretty good. Sick. Yeah, Chris. Uh, Chris, you were a Nitto King. Yuna, Solid Yuna was a Nitto Queen. Well, no, okay. You guys were gonna be Nitto King and Nitto Queen, but uh-huh. you guys only got the Nidorino and Nidorina. So. <laughs> Well, the reason I was I, I caught y'all and I was like, oh shit, they know double kick. This is gonna be great against Whitney's gym. And Nidorina like held her own for a long, held her own through three super potions, a cut like a milk drink and all this. Basically, we killed Miltake like seven times over, but the fucker wouldn't f- finally die. So Nidorina died, but then we were able to take it out with Quilava, and then you died. To a, the fucking pseudo Wudo. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. I'm so fucking, fucking mad at you. Yeah, he died. To, he, I died tree? to the fucking tree. You died to the tree, and I forget who H2O died to. Uh, I know it was a dumb crit, is what happened. Yeah, no, no, I think it was like double uh, Wigglytuff or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it was a uh, super dumb. The thing is, like that, that entire time I was playing Dark Souls, I was getting the play-by-play by the entire Connor. chat. He's <laughs> just like, "Yo, you died." I'm just like, "Yeah, no shit." I played Dark Souls. He was like, "No, you died in Pokemon." I'm like, "What?" That's what it was, Chris. You were at full health almost, <laughs> and then the pseudo Wudu was almost dead. It used Flail. So Flail, I forget exactly what it is, but it works off of if you have lower health. Yeah, flail. That's what that pseudo Wudu did. It <laughs> fucked you up. So- <laughs> I am so uh, mad. You are the worst Pokemon trainer. Okay. Yeah, you have, Chris, you haven't seen me play. Yeah. I mean, yeah, me probably. Chris I'll, I'll put up, I'll put up a bird against it. Named after him and he died. I, King I don't even like Quilava. Fuck out of here. Nidal Queen, Nidal King is super fucking good, and I'm really mad that I lost him. So. But so mad at you. It is what it is. Sure. We'll live, we'll live through it. So Whatever. The next day, I did a 12-hour Danky Kang stream, and uh, I gotta tell you guys, that stream was not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. No, 12 hours is not, fun. yeah, 12 hours is not bad. 24 hours is what I'm just like, fuck this that. bullshit, yeah. This is, this uh, is horse beat, shit. I mean, 24 hours is a whole different beast. like, two hours. I was like, oh, we got this, and then I was like, I'm gonna 100% Donkey Kong Country 2. That lasted five hours, so... I remember and you then, came out with a poll. Is is Corey gonna beat this in three hours? Uh, no, no. But I wanted to get. I wanted the the secret ending to that. The final ending is really good. So, but and then uh, chat told me I had I took a poll and I was like, chat, should we do Donkey Kong Country three? And one person said, fuck that. So I didn't do it. And I went to <laughs> Donkey Kong Country Returns. And that game, I didn't beat it. I got to world six. It's there's eight worlds in it. That game is super fucking good and still holds up. I really like that game. I played it last night. I got to World Eight, and I haven't beaten it yet. But I plan on beating it off stream. So, Donkey Kong Country Returns is that the the, uh, the DS? Well, it was Wii and the Wii one. Okay, 3DS. Gotcha. Yeah, because then they got Tropical Freeze. Yeah, Tropical Freeze was the the one that came out for the. Got ported to the Switch. Yes, to Switch and Tropical Freeze. So in Donkey Kong Country Returns, your only companion will be Diddy, and when you have Diddy, you basically have a hover jump where you can like jump and then hover for a little bit. In Donkey Kong Country uh, Returns Tropical Freeze, you get Cranky and Dixie, and they do different things. So you'll need different companions to reach different areas and stuff like that. So, Got it. It's good. I had a lot of fun. We had uh, a lot of people come in. I was very happy with people who had been returning from the big raid. 
So nice. it's gotten me to the point where I was like, man, if I didn't have a stream tonight, because I'm, I'm caught up with my homework, if we weren't doing the podcast tonight, I was going to stream tonight. You'd be streaming. I was going to do a random stream. Yeah. So I guess I just had to, I got the itch now. I had to get one big exposure. And then uh, <laughs> I needed I needed a 1,300-person exposure to retain 30 people. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want people to think I'm like a big That's how you do it. Or anything, but no, uh, yeah. I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but I think I'm going to use the, all the support that I've gotten from that to get a stream deck. Sweet. Because I found out that stream decks oh, work yeah. well, not just with streams. You can do them with other shit. If you're just like, oh, I just want to hit one mm-hmm. button to pull up Photoshop instead of go searching for it. Yes. Boop, there you go. It pulls it right up. YouTube. Boop. There you go. Yep. I'm actually thinking yep. about getting a larger one because I have the, the 15 button one. I want a 32 button one. That's the one I'm going to get, which is yeah. 250 at Best Buy. Yeah, that's the one I got. I got the 32 button one and I no regrets. It's the greatest thing. And uh, I still got to utilize it to its full potential but it does really help out with the streams and everything else and like i said there's like a lot of things that i want to do with it that i know you can do like like studio production final a lot of people are just saying like you can make this yeah it's it's pretty great it's it's not it's it's not even like people talk about like oh you can zoom in with the camera and like like i get that but i want to do like production value like how like wwe or like sports center have like the picture in picture type of thing yeah like with a transition of just you're basically going to use it as a switchboard yeah. So, yeah. No, that I it's I always recommend it. I think it's one of the especially if you're if you're trying to be a serious full time streamer. I the stream deck is always the a best bet. The thing a good is, too, I, it just so. dawned on me. I forgot. I do three different po- uh, three different. St- I mean, I stream more on my personal channel, but I essentially am in charge production wise of three streams. Yeah. So like I could use mm-hmm. having the thirty two button one would be like okay these two columns are for Mega Visions these two columns are for Scrubverse and then the rest is for me. Mm-hmm. So well hell you don't even have to do that dude like you can actually even create like folders and like each that's one will directly right. yeah you can do more than thirty two things on it yeah that's what I'm telling you like that's what I tell people all the time like I have I have multiple folders here of like sound effects I want one that goes directly to Spotify the main buttons the timers when I have uh, voice changes the shout outs and stuff like that so that I, I could you, be you like, can bloop, put bloop, coin ops to one button on that and just launch it like that 100% that's pretty cool and yeah there's only a hundred dollar difference between the the 15 button and the 32 button and you get 12 extra buttons for a 100 bucks yep yeah I'm, I'm pretty upset deal. that I got the 15 dollar one like you can probably sell that fifteen dollar one or fifteen button one for like a hundred bucks, and then use yep. that towards the new one. Yeah. Yep. We know a lot of streamers yes. that are coming. It's up. true. So there you go. There you it go. It's true. But no, uh, it's got me thinking about. So I've made. We're at around like seventy-seven subs, and look, I'm gonna get in numbers. It's fine. I don't care about sharing that. I know that number is gonna drop like big time when uh, a month comes around. That's just how it is. So. My goal is if we do end up hitting 100 subs, I'll do another 24 – or not – no, not a 24-hour. I'll do a, another 12-hour. I honestly just kind of want to do 12 hours because I'm able to, like, g- beat games instead of, like, making a game take three or four nights to get it done because, essentially, I stream for 12 hours. That's three days of streaming because I usually only stream four hours a night. Mm-hmm. So – I like it. I, I I mean, I'm thinking about doing a Mega Man X one. I'm thinking about I could do Mario nice. games for one. I'm thinking about another one where I do just how many NES games I can beat in 12 hours. Like, just, you know, shit like that. So, 12-hour streams are fun. You got to clear a schedule for them, though. Like, if you're not, if you're busy like me and Chris and Eddie are, you got to be like, all right, 
No one messed. My wife was like, she came in at like nine o'clock that night. She goes, you're still streaming. I was like, woman, it's 12 hours. Like, I don't know <laughs> how to put this in more terms for you. <laughs> so, but no, she was awesome and cooked dinner and all that stuff. So nice. No, I like them. I'm having, I guess I got the itch and I just want to stream now. It's really no, nice. Yeah, the chat's not quiet. So <laughs> yeah, dude, not, not only that, but like, I know like right now you said that you're like, oh, I have 77 subs and stuff like that. And it's not going to be there next month. That's fine if there's not next if that's not there next month. But mm-hmm. congratulations on hitting that milestone of seventy five and plus. You know yeah, what I seriously. mean? Seriously. So if you hit the hundred, dude, like, like that's good shit, bro. So don't it's like one hundred percent luck on it. <laughs> it it doesn't was. matter though. It, it doesn't matter though, dude. The thing about it is, it's just like it happened, and you want you should celebrate it. It's an accomplishment in your streaming journey, and I mean that's how I see it, dude. I was mad that I didn't stream the day after it happened. I was like, I have to stream today. Like, there's no way I could be gone for five days. And then when I came back on Friday, people were like, yo, you're back. And I was like, yeah, I didn't expect you guys to be here. Welcome. And then that night, they're like, I got to work tomorrow, but I'm coming (laughs) back in for the 12-hour. I was just like, really? You're making time for my stream? That's weird. Yeah. But, no, it's pretty fun. I'm going to stick with it, and uh, we're going to switch the streaming from – we're going to keep it Friday night, Saturday, depending on how long I stream on Saturday, and then I would like to do Sundays as well. But I'm excited for it. So speaking oh, yeah, of yeah. my streams, we got to stream Sonic the Fighters again. Chris, unfortunately, you were not there. But, yeah, uh, that, that was over on Mega Visions, right? Yeah, it was over on the Mega Visions channel. Uh, Thursday nights, I stream over there for their Thursday night throwdown. Did you say that so game Sonic is jank Fighters, as fuck? Yeah, yeah, it's nothing new, but it's super fun. And I mean, it's still it had been because that was the first stream you and I were on of Mega Visions. Yes. Yes, it was. Like that's that was our first. We I went back to that VOD because I still have it. We don't even have camera nope. set up. So well, nope. that's the thing wow. is Mega Visions. We were doing a dual stream. I was streaming on my personal, and then they were streaming on theirs. But we have come. I started to see we and because I, I was organizing our old episodes because I hadn't named them and all that stuff. So I was organizing that file. We have come a huge fucking way production wise. Like, I'll send you guys scrub. I don't even have episode one. The earliest one I have is like two, maybe three or four. And I'll let you see those and you can compare it to one of the newer episodes. Oh, the bro, yeah. fucking Haru and I, Haru and I are scrubbing like older shit and we're looking at like the You're Pepsi Man like episode. episodes back. Bro, yeah. And we're looking at like the Pepsi Man episodes. Bro, yeah. like the, the, the fucking white turning towards the fucking bathroom and shit. Me yeah. moving around from room to room to room to figure out where the fuck I'm going to stream and shit. Like, bro. Bro, it's, it was, it's it's crazy. It's bad. It's crazy. Like, the first one we have, it's just, it's a white wall behind me. And it's mm. a white, basically white behind Chris. And it's just, like, not flattering. Web- webcams were, like, right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was real bad. Dude, so I remember. I'm very proud of us for coming this far. And, and I think that's always the great thing about it. It's just kind of going back and, and remembering where you came from, what you did. Like, I don't have any, like, VODs. I, th- I might have some clips, but I do remember. Like, first, I didn't even have a C920 camera that I'm using right now. I was using a PlayStation camera. I was streaming straight off of the PlayStation. Wow. You know what I mean? People feel that do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, then, and then I was just like, oh, I would see people with, like, lighting techniques and stuff like that. And I'm like, how do I do that? But the PlayStation camera isn't the greatest camera. So... Whatever I set up, I remember I had a light up here. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm going to make that light purple. 
and it didn't really do shit. And mm-hmm. then I had like a background light that was orange, and then another one like facing me, and I looked like the worst Oompa Loompa reject ever. Like <laughs> you, you auditioned for it, and it didn't work, bro. And now you're trying to make it on Twitch, and I'm go. just like, yeah, here we are, and stuff like that. But no, it's it's wild, dude. It's for sure is wild. It's awesome. So yeah, no the uh, the goal that I eventually want to have when when I whenever I do stream, there is a streamer that I'm. Friends with through Final Boss and I Chris Panda uh, named Kryptonite, and I'm dropping his name in the into the chat. If you watch his Sekiro stream, there is a mechanic or a fucking thing that he has called off exclamation point off, and it literally turns off everything in his fucking room: his lights, his monitors, his fucking uh, what. Uh, peripheral shit it turns everything off and so it's a it's a redemption so when he when someone redeems off it shuts off he was on the fight with the the guy with the dog towards the end of the game after you beat owl it's like this super critical fight and he's super hyper focused and then exclamation point off everything in the fucking room shuts off and he's just like oh shit the power went out what? <laughs> but if you watch, if you it watch, must be a high cost reward. Yeah, but there's like the production, the lighting production in his room is so fucking on point that it's everything that like I aspire to set up over here because like everything is nice. automated. He could just like hit some buttons over here and then the entire room changes color, like themes and shit like yeah. that, yeah. and the tone and mood. It's just like so fucking cool. So definitely go check out Kryptonite on fucking twitch he is super fucking dope super fucking chill but yeah it's it's sick dude it's fucking sick oh i'm just gonna keep doing it like i'm just gonna keep playing games i've got ideas for our friday night streams as well so you know besides the ones of like mario party and all that i've got ideas that we can play so i don't know i just gotta keep streaming you just keep doing it like the minute you stop that's when you lose everybody yep I'm not gonna let yeah. this momentum go down the shitter. And not only not only that, dude, it's like this is how you start finding out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And it's one of the things that I've constantly said. There's a lot of things that I don't do nowadays that I used to do back in the days. And like people tell me about it, like when I used to have a redemption of speaking Spanish only for five minutes, and like I used to wear lucha mask like every five minutes and stuff like that. I would switch out my luchador mask to something completely it's a new day, new mask type of thing. Yeah. And now it's gone. It's like you you start learning your your what really works for you, what you really have fun with, what you don't have fun with. And no, I, I think it's great, dude. And I'm I'm glad I'm glad you you're getting this energy for you too, dude. It feels pretty good. Hell yeah. yeah. Another Hell yeah. thing I wanted to go into is I fucking have merch now. I signed merch. up. I know. I got I got my sticker in today. Hey, of, uh, of look Jones. the the only good photo that ever came from that fucking thing that megavisions did <laughs> the only good happy. photo so, <laughs> he got mine spot on so <laughs> uh, i don't know they were just like make, uh, make chris metal and then they just like make me look like discount fucking great value undertaker with a base and i'm like yeah, I, 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 don't, got, I don't play that look at I that got the shirt in too nice look at that so sappy I'm face actually, I'm actually thinking that we should probably switch the Scrubverse stuff because this is from Streamlabs. The only problem with Streamlabs is you got to pay twenty dollars a month for Streamlabs Prime. Otherwise, you can only put one thing on your market. So. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. 
But you get a bunch of other perks and shit, too. I've been looking into it. Apparently, you can, like, sign up for these sponsorships of other stuff. Like, for they specifically, they're sponsors for small-time streamers. So, that would be pretty cool. I don't know. I, I signed up for a month last night to see if it's going to be you, any extra, like, help on you my use, channel. Uh, well, you use just regular... No, wait. You don't use OBS. You use the other one, right? You use, no, uh, I use uh, OBS Studio. You get more benefits if you're on Streamlabs OBS. Yeah. Because you get, like, free yeah. themes and shit like that. Because I know, I know through Stream Elements they offer like the uh, sponsorships too. Because I've gotten a couple of them, and they're like, "Play this game, like you, and you can earn up to like six hundred dollars." And I'm like, "I don't want to play this game." <laughs> you got to pay bills though. So <laughs> yeah, but I got to pay bills. Yeah, you're right. Today we're gonna play Raid Legends, guys. It's a fantastic no, fucking dude. Game. <laughs> I, that's the fucking goal is this podcast <laughs> to get that as a sponsor. Like, I'll play. Do you it. realize I how much games. money? fucking raid shadow legends puts out i would have no problem putting in the title of my screen i am paying bills today per sponsorship yes it's sometimes more than that anime illuminati got eleven thousand from that say jam was offered like 15k and he was just like nah i don't want to play anything that i don't like but the difference is that say jam like makes hell of insane money as a fighting game commentator (laughs) and we don't so raid totally bring it in Bring it I'll in. Play Bring a it in, Ray. For you. Yeah. That's right. Other than that, uh, I got some pickups. Uh, I went to uh, I went to a town about an hour and a half away today, and they had a retro store that I had never heard of before. So I went in, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." They didn't have a lot of selection. Like they had a lot of selection, but like there was only like very limited, like really good selection. But then I got to their accessories aisle, and uh, I got a Game Boy camera Holy why shit. why because why six why not uh these eight bit, eight, like eight bit selfies dude i mean scotty told me this was the only <laughs> thing i needed to do apparently you can set up your webcams for your zoom calls oh get things, the so. fuck out of here i only had i mean it, like i said no this was ten dollars and they're like around 15 so i was like that's not a bad deal i'll grab one but they had the gamecube microphone for six bucks. All right, that's a legitimate so purchase. One. Yeah, they had a bunch of these, so I didn't have one. And then uh, let's see. Before I want to show that one off last. You need that for uh, Odama. There's like a fucking like medieval like Japanese feudal Japan pinball game called Odama, uh, and you need the fucking microphone to tell the troops what to do. Really? You need that on some of the uh, the Mario Party games too. Mario Party Otherwise Seven uses turn. the microphone. You have to click those games off. So. Yes. I got an actual copy off of Macari of Donkey Kong Country Returns, complete in box. Nice. So that was nice for the Wii. And then uh, I was like, oh, shit, because uh, I didn't have a case for my Sonic Colors. I had, like, a red box version that had that stupid sticker in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I mean, I got it for free because it was inside of a Wii that I bought off of somebody, uh, that I bought off of a meth head. So, <laughs> I mean, this guy hey, was putting some stuff Wii? up on Facebook every week. And I'm like, how did you get three Wiis in a week? They don't have sensor bars. They don't even have backings to the, like, one of them wasn't even completely closed all the way. It had been taken apart. So, yeah. But then the last thing I got, it wasn't really a deal, but I just wanted one because it was in really good shape. Oh, the NES Advantage. Nice. Yeah, it was 20 bucks. They go for, like, $22 loose. So, it was in really good, uh, you know, condition. And I'll never use this, but it's a nice thing to put on the shelf. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I agree it's with that. It's got a nice, like, I did not know that these cables on these were fucking, like, they're long like as cable. shit. Yeah, they're long Thick, as dude. fucking shit. And they, they don't make them well, like they, they used to. They plug into both uh, <laughs> controller ports as well because you're supposed to swap off 
the controller. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's the two things on it. Yep. So, I want I the I want the super advantage. Game, right? What's that? Yeah, you could use I use it for Zelda. Like I, I legitimately yeah. use that my my NES advantage when I am playing my NES. I like it. It's it's all right. It's a it's a cool little novelty. I want the super advantage, but the super advantage is like 30, 40 fucking bucks, and I just look at it and I'm like you're just, not worth it. Is that it. the version for Super Nintendo? Yeah. As long as it's got the Japanese colors, because America fucked out with our colors for the game for the Super Nintendo. I like controller. the gray and purple. I like the gray and purple I, I've too. Like the colored ones. But the 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 Japanese controllers are a little bit more like rainbowy type deal. I mean, if that's what you're into, then yeah, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, yeah, they have the the yellow, blue, green, and red, or whatever, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The Super Famicom colors, but yeah, no, I mean, I don't mind them. I think they look cool too. But I'm I enjoyed the gray and purple Super Nintendo colors. Oh, yeah. Same. Well, fuck you, Eddie. So no, <laughs> no, I'm on your side, Eddie. Anytime. And Anytime. Then the last thing, the last thing I gotta show off. Hold on, I don't want to knock my mic over. I gotta show off my Donkey Kong barrel hey. that I got. It's one of the Mochi Mochi plushies. What the uh, fuck's a mochi the mochi? It's uh, the mochi mochi. Uh, mochi mochi is like I don't know. Disney started off with this shit. It's like their little plushies for like their characters. They all looked. It's like the Funko Pop of fun plushies, is what it is. Okay. Yeah. But then they started getting into like Nintendo things, and this thing is fucking huge. It's a DK Donkey Kong barrel, and it's squishy as fuck, and I love it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just sits in the back of my stream with the blue shell. Dope. That's all I got. Cool. Good shit. Eddie. Oh, oh sorry. hold on. Yeah. There's one last thing that Jesus I Jesus fucking on. Christ. God damn it. Shut up. You shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's being in quarantine or just long rides alone or all that other it, stuff. This week in Chris's. But I've been working on my 10-minute, like a 10-minute comedy stand-up skit. Oh, so I'm working, my God. I'm working on some shit. I've got, I'm trying to get a solid 10 minutes so when vaccines go out i can go to like try out at comedy nights and shit like that so we'll see i don't know i gotta work on delivery my first one is i'm going to tell the audience the three times i shit my pants in my life so (laughs) and i'm gonna tell i've got three stories almost had a fourth one last year so but you know it's comedy. You want to keep it in three, so there we go. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to give up my weak spot so I can hear this ten minute. Uh, no, 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 it's not done yet. No. It's not done yet. <laughs> no. I've only got like one third of it, one third of it ready to go. So, other than that, that's it for me. Very well, Eddie. What have you been up to? There you go. I apparently am now a Mortal Kombat streamer uh, <laughs> because. Good fire Lord, this man. man. Like, fire this man. Dude, this thing is freaking crazy. So I've been I've been playing around with the arcade stick, as you guys have known. Like I've been having a really, really fun time, like visiting some old school games and like just having a, a great time uh with the joystick. I picked up some modifying parts, like uh well, I bought some. Some of them have already come in and I'll show them in a bit and stuff like that. But literally that's all I've been up to is just focusing on this arcade stick. And somewhere I think it was I, I think it was Monday, Monday stream, we were playing some games and I decided to jump into the, regu- the regular Mortal Kombat, into the regular Mortal Kombat. And I was just like, oh yeah, man, like this is just sweeping, like blah, 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 blah. It's easy to cheat the system, like this and this and that, blah, 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 whatever. And we ended up beating them after a couple of tries of Goro and Shang Tsung, we ended up beating uh, Mortal Kombat 1 and it was just like, all right, cool, like, like let's go on to Mortal Kombat 2. 
<laughs> yeah, I was there for that. Like the biggest. I was there for that. Just like the big dude. The thing about it was the thing about it was is that like we went into Mortal Kombat two, but he, the the beginning of the stream was like the the phenomenal thing. I started around like four o'clock my time, Pacific Standard Time. And then about an hour and a half into it, there's a freaking outage. There's an internet outage that just goes out completely. Like no internet, no nothing. And I'm just like, well, I mean, like it says it's going to be fixed around seven. I got nothing else to do. So let me go grab something to eat. Let me go buy some shoes. I bought myself some new uh, Converse All-Stars, some Chuck Taylors, uh, black and white classic. And then got some food, got some beer, came home. And I'm like, all right. It should only take me about two hours to beat this thing. Wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> Five and a half hours later. Man, that's like oh me with Donkey Kong Country 2. <laughs> Five and a half hours later, dude. We finally get... And the thing about it was, it's like when I first came through... We were talking about how like Reptile and Raiden are like the worst players on there or whatever, like blah, 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 and the AI and this and, and like five minutes into the freaking stream, I beat Reptile easily and I'm like, great, like nobody's here to watch this fucking cheating, <laughs> whatever, but that's okay. That's okay because fucking five and a half hours later, I'm fucking dealing with Shao Kahn and it wasn't even like Shao Kahn or or Kintaro, it was just leading up to them was the worst part about it. And then, like, I remember you came in, you're like, why aren't you using your projectiles? Chris, like, Chris is like, why aren't you using your projectiles? I'm like, no, I it wasn't am. even It'll that. I'm just like, like, why aren't you blocking? You're not blocking. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a terrible blocker. I'm all offensive, not defensive. Like, let's go. There's your problem because you like, kept fucking dying. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, dude, and it was so fucking crazy, like, like, just going through that experience of Mortal Kombat 2, the the highlight, I think the highlight of the night was this one viewer was just like, why don't you just corner Kintaro and throw punches at him? And I'm like, that shit ain't gonna work. Sub-Zero wins, and I'm like, bullshit. Got him. Sub-Zero, motherfucker. Okay, then, let's go. Let's go to Shao Kahn. And then we finally beat Shao Kahn. We finally beat Shao Kahn after five and a half hours later. People were there immediately after that. During during the thing, during the thing uh, of uh, the Mortal Kombat 2 thing, I had a streamer by the name of Outworld come in. And he's an Australian streamer who specializes in Mortal Kombat games, specifically in Mortal Kombat 2 speedruns. And he's just like there rooting for me and like this and this and that. By the time I'm done, he's on stream. So I'm like, guys, I'm going to show you what a real Mortal Kombat 2 player is. And we went over and raided him. And he beats it in eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you, you, you're the worst gamer ever, <laughs> dude. I'm there like it took me five and a half hours, and he's just like, yeah, dude. Boom, Shang Tsung wins the tournament or whatever, and I'm just like, this get fucked, you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> get wrecked. Get wrecked. And then, and then we moved on to Mortal Kombat 3. We went to Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, and uh, getting to Shao Kahn wasn't the worst. It was Shao Kahn himself, but eventually we were able to beat him. It took two hours. Outworld comes in, and he tells me that he... And I did the Novice Tower. I did the Novice Tower, and it took me like two hours to beat. He does the Master Tower, and it takes him like 12 minutes to beat. And I'm just like, yeah, 
Sounds about right. Get yeah, wrecked. but he's a speed runner. Yeah. He knows so, that game. Like he knows like Yeah. Oh no, yeah, one hundred percent. But still it's just ex- one of those things where But the just- thing is what you're explaining is like the best equivalency I have is anti computer chess play. Okay. So like you go back in the day and people were all about trying to crush chess master, right? Anti anti AI yeah. chess, right? If you ever look up Deep Blue, fucking you'll hear about that a lot because that was a big part of it. That's essentially what old fighting games are because the AI is like the AI is set up in a certain way that they cannot break out of different exploits. You know, they're not like fighting games yeah. today. So once you get a gimmick going, that's it. There's nothing that you can do do against them. Yeah. You don't know those tricks. You're playing this fucking yeah. fucking vanilla. That's why it took you five and a half hours. Your problem is you don't it was fucking a great five block, and a half hours. All right. That's your problem. Yeah, that too. You that don't too. anti-air. I don't block. Dude, the thing about it is, it's just like, if, if the block button would just be me holding back on the joystick, we would be Gucci. Doesn't have to be a freaking yeah, button. Well, you decided to play some fucking <laughs> jank ass Mortal Kombat game, so I can't fucking save you there. Yeah, I know, but yeah. So that was me. I was basically playing Mortal Kombat this week. Uh, I haven't really done much anything other than that. I do want to start up. Well, I, well, we'll get to that towards the end um, of what I'm doing this week. As far as pickups go, I did a lot of home pickups. I was talking to Chris about this earlier, where I basically got like new bed sheets. I got some stuff for the cat. I got like cleaning things for around the house but as far as like mater- like like actual collection things i'm slowly but surely getting in the parts for my um to modify the joystick hell yeah i'm holding up right now there's the uh the metallic sanwan push buttons, buttons that i have here yeah the sanwan buttons the push buttons so i got those in right now but i'm waiting for like the joystick to come in so i can swap out everything and then i mean i'm, I'm playing around with the idea of doing a um arcade stick mod stream possibly but are yeah. fun. other than that, like I haven't uh, nothing else. Everything's still the same. Nothing has been picked up. And yeah, that's been my week. I became a Mortal Kombat streamer. Hell yeah. So here we go. Now that I've yeah. got a following, we, I we, might go back to the Perler beads and people are like, oh my God, <laughs> let me buy your art. There you go. Yeah. I'm working on, I'm like, I even thought about it. I'm like, I got to do it as a joke, right? Like, or even like as a limited like t-shirt where I make a Mortal Kombat 2 style logo, but it says Eddie Fuerte. Five and a half hours. <laughs> you know, like, Good idea. The, yeah, uh, so. you should put Eddie Fuerte PB five hours thirty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Personal best yeah. five point thirty five. That's beautiful. Yeah, I was there. Anyway, I guess we're going into my shit. I have just recorded tracks for the Guilty Gear video, uh, the Guilty Gear retrospective. I realize that this is going to be significantly longer than the Anarchy Reigns video, so I'm cutting that bitch in half. The retrospective, the first part of the retrospective is going to cover uh, Guilty Gear 1 and Guilty Gear X, and then the second half is going to cover X2, Overture, and Xard, and then possibly go into a little bit of Strive details. So get ready for that. I'm already laying down tracks as we speak. As far as games that we played, Monday we played some Dark Souls. We finally made it to Blight Town. And not only did we make it to Blight Town, we fucking... Who told you? <laughs> who told me? Yo, Red Jaguar has been <laughs> like my it. fucking wingman the entire time we've been playing Dark Souls. He's... You know you know, walkthroughs exist, right? Nah, bro. This is this is like everyone coming together and hooking me up, man. We've been, play- we've been playing Dark Souls 1. We, we cleared bottom route. 
So we're at the demon's lair, which we're not going into the demon's lair because I'll motherfucking die. So we're going back up. First off, that that lady spider bitch, she can get it. I thought that I was going to get fucking shut the fuck down. It's Quaylag, sir. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Quaylag. Well, Quaylag can fucking get it. I'd risk everything. Only, only white girl I'd fucking risk it for. But fucking when they were... When they were like scanning or like like moving the camera up, I'm just like, oh god, oh god, oh god, because <laughs> because her tits are hanging out, but there's hair covering the 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 nipples. Yeah, I gotta show it. Well, I didn't is this know a tall, that. Va- is this another tall vampire girl thing? I'm out. No, of this. You guys no, no. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm <laughs> out of here. Um, but no, we cleared bottom route. We're going for top route now. I am going to face off against the the fucking bell gargoyles. And once we're done with that, you I'm not bottom route first. I did bottom route first. And I did because like I kept on dying to the gargoyles and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. We're going the other. Oh, the you other suck. route. <laughs> no, 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 no. Two on one. Fuck you. Like, I, I'm like really worried about uh, Executioner Smorg. Like that fights. Smaug, whatever. I, fu- I fuck up the names. You already know this. It's, it's a thing. I fuck I up the names. Smog? So smorg. From the Hobbit? <laughs> whatever. I fuck up names. Just just understand that. I fuck up names. But the executioner fight coming in towards the end game, like I'm not looking forward to that fight. That's gonna be rough. The so that was Dark Souls. To, probably going to play more Dark Souls tomorrow, more than likely. I played the demo for Balan Wonderland. Balan okay. Wonderland is the new game. From Yuji Naka, creator, think tank, former Sega executive producer. Uh, you may know him from a from an IP called Sonic the Hedgehog and Night's uh, Journey into Dreams. And I don't this, know what the fuck you talking about? Yeah, no one knows. No one knows. Well, Balan Wonderland is his uh, his uh, restart on life. He he's he's trying to find the success that he had with uh, with Knights and Sonic. And I could tell you that the opening cutscene is okay. Everything else about this fucking game is absolute fucking garbage. Absolute fucking garbage. So first off, the frame rate in this game. I do anything and I drop frames. Anything. I jump and I it, it fucking stutters. The camera readjusts itself depending on where I'm jumping. It's not like a smooth transition where it's just like, okay, he's jumping over here. He's jumping over here. And I, I'm talking, I was talking to Haru about it earlier and I'm just like, this can't be good. This this game looks like it's going to be fucking ass. All So the way that the game mechanics operate is that you, it, it's, it's a setting very similar to Night's Journey into Dreams where you play as either a girl or a boy, but everyone's been calling the boy character Sonic the Hedgehog Boy because he's just basically <laughs> a human version of Sonic. Like, his hair is all slicked back into spikes and shit like that, so it's just like, yeah, great originality. You're just bringing back old fucking IPs and shit. But you pick up these costumes, and each costume that you pick up has one ability, and that one ability is assigned to six buttons. All four of your face buttons and your fucking shoulder buttons. Why? Good question. <laughs> Did you know that jumping is an exclusive ability? Because if you pick up the dragon costume, you're no longer able to jump. And if you get hit, 
if you get hit by an enemy, whatever costume that you're wearing goes away. The only way that you're able to get other abilities is if you go find a key and then unlock the little gem that has said costume inside of it. So what do you do when you're stuck on an island that you had to jump to and the enemy hits you and kills you or knocks away your jumping costume and you have no way to get off the island? You reset the game. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the reset button, yeah. You hit the, you hit the reset essentially, button. Essentially. It's, it's just all around, like, this game is a train wreck. It's an absolute train. I all, like, people who watch my stream know that I shit on Yuji Naka all the fucking time. He got lucky. That's what it was. He got fucking lucky. He was working with people that were more talented than he did. And whenever he's done something on his own, I feel like it kind of just crumbles within his hands. He either is not successful, even when he has, like, a decent idea going on, like Rodeo the Sky Soldier, which I'm apparently the only motherfucker that hates that game because that game is ass. And then when it comes to, like, Knights and fucking Sonic, it's just other people did the job better than you, but you were the fucking producer or you were the director. Good for you. That's all that shit was. Because you fucking tank that shit back in the fucking mid-2000s with Sonic Heroes, Shadow of the Hedgehog, all that other bullshit. So no, Battle in Wonderland, it's fucking awful. Go look up the the the, the running motion in Battle in Wonderland. <laughs> it, they look like I mean, they're running I'm, I'm so fucking hard and they're getting nowhere. Your jump is like a fucking inch. Like, you're running hard, and then whenever you go airborne, you immediately lose fucking, like, speed. It's it's awful. <laughs> this game is terrible. I mean, I had no want to play the game anyway, so... I don't know why I downloaded this is my first it. I think time. it was because everyone around me was downloading it and playing it, and I'm just like, yo, fuck it. I'll, I'll fucking play it. And that was... <laughs> so you're really... You're giving into peer pressure? That's I was giving into peer pressure. <laughs> I want to cool. <laughs> FOMO. I, you know what it is? I knew that I wasn't going to like this game, and I just wanted something to bitch about. I think that that's what it was, because... Sounds about right. I, I just wanted to find a reason to be mad, and this is my reason to be mad, so... There you Let go. Let me be mad. Let me be mad, <laughs> sir. Let me be mad. Yeah, I I had never heard of this game until you brought it up right now, and I'm like the first article that that pops up is like Balan Wonderland demo impressions spiritual depressor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, that's corns, colors, and costumes, just not much more. <laughs> that that's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. The last thing that I would say I was doing this week, fucking, and I I have to give you credit, Corey. You tagged me into this Twitter thread from a composer that was working on Cyber Shadow from Yacht Club oh, Games. Oh, yeah. And he was just going on all of his inspirations for the music in that game. And he was name dropping names like Insomnium, Children of Bodom, fucking, God damn it, they did Skyforger, Amorphous, all of my favorite mellow death in black metal bands. And I'm just like, bro, what game are you fucking making? It was just like, yo, Cyber Shadow comes out next week. Bro, I've been playing Cyber Shadow non-fucking-stop. That music, that music is chiptune mellow death. It is so good. It is so fucking good. The game is great, too. But, like, I just, like, the music by itself, that stage one music is just, like, exceptional. It's, like, some of the best chiptune I've ever heard in my life. As far as the game in itself, it's, like, a cross between Castlevania, Ninja Gaiden... And uh, Mega Man. It's very, very okay. good. 
It's got a DC. Yeah, I bought it. I just haven't played it yet. Bro, you got to play Cyber Set Shadow. It's really, really good. Is it on the same level as Shovel Knight? Probably not. Shovel Knight probably has a little bit more going for it. The difference between Shovel Knight and Cyber Shadow is that Shovel Knight feels more like a cross between Mega Man and Zelda, if there ever was one. Whereas Cyber Shadow is very much in the vein of like, we're going to maximize the difficulty more or less. Because once you get to the halfway point, it's all about like knowing the layout of the stages in order to speed past them. It is it could be right. very very brutal, um, but I mean if you're into punishing yourself like I am, uh, and you like really good <laughs> stories and really good fucking graphics and fucking exceptional music, yo, Cyber Shadow is legit. It is so fucking good. It is super fucking good. That's why it was all, it, That's it was why all made by good. one. It was all made by one guy, right? I think it was two people. I think one yeah, like one person was the lead and the other person behind that um also took point. Yeah, cuz Yacht Club is just kind of like a producer on it. Like they're they're not the ones that actually made the game. Yeah, developed it, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's so funny too because I was actually cuz it's it's you can either purchase it on the Switch PS4, but it's available via the Xbox Game Pass too. Yeah. And I was thinking of playing it last night, like literally, like I was watching the Royal Rumble last night. I forgot to mention that. And then I was like, man, I should, I should really play Cyber Shadow. And then I was like, no, I'll just try to hundred percent the Sword and Tower of Succubus. Let's go with that. <laughs> I mean, go. equally as good of an idea, but Eddie, now you have no excuse. Fucking go play fucking Cyber Shadow. Yeah, it's in there. It's in there. I gotta check it out. Well, that's why it was so good. Jake Kaufman did the music for it. Yeah, it's. It's pretty fucking dope. So that's my week. Yep, I'm, I just haven't had time to play it. I bought it. I pre-bought it. So I got it for like 15 bucks. Lucky. Let's uh, not start with this. You don't have time to play anything, Mr. Supermarket Sweep. That right, sweep <laughs> was like a fucking year ago. I don't even watch that show anymore. Chris is making Chris is making uh, fucking videos out of old shit. Me? Right? Me? I didn't make that video. You're in charge of the YouTube shit, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know you are. Speaking of which, I need to get back with Haru on the uh, the Resident Evil shit. I got oh, I got to yeah. go watch from that. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, Cyber that, Shadow's real good. I'm excited to play it too. So. That was my week. All right, is that it? That's it. All right, then we're gonna go on a break real quick, and we'll be back with the news. All right, the news. Yeah, we're back. We're back. We back. We back. We are back. Okay. Well, we got news. Some news to go through. Let me let me just double check just for my own paranoia. Good, I'm still recording. Microsoft I about an hour ago yeah. for me. <laughs> Microsoft made enough profit in the last three months to pay for Bethesda acquisition twice. That's insanity. But we'll get into it. Business is booming for Xbox. Microsoft has reported earnings for its fiscal year 2021 Q2 and included that the report uh, that the report are some. Who fucking? Why do I go to these websites? <laughs> I read I read that first paragraph and I was just like I don't know if I'm too in what I'm in or if that just doesn't read well. Okay. <laughs> Microsoft has reported earnings for its fiscal 2021 Q2 and included in the report are some new numbers to speak to how Microsoft's gaming division like other gaming <laughs> publishers is riding high right now due to the part do in part increase spending on games due to COVID-19. Fire this man. Find his fuck. No, 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 no. Who's this guy? Eddie Chris. Malik? Eddie Markuk? You're a fucking bitch. All right? 
You you just copy and paste shit into the document. Okay, you know what? This isn't about me. This is about Eddie. Or whoever this fucktard is. No, no, not you. Not you, Eddie. Me? I'm over here just enjoying my ice cream. They keep deep throating it. Fucktard. This is the first earnings release from Microsoft since it launched the Xbox Series X slash X consoles in November. The release of those consoles overall helped Xbox hardware sales jump up 86%. Hardware revenue could have been higher if it were not for product shortages. Analyst Daniel Ahmad said that he believes that the Xbox Series X consoles did not move as many units right away than the Xbox One did over the same time frame. To quote, this had been reflected in global sell-through data too mainly due to the production, it seems, he wrote. Xbox boss Phil Spencer has apologized for the stock shortages and pledged that Microsoft is doing everything it can to replenish the stock as soon as it can. Content and service revenue, meanwhile, rose up 40%. This uptick was driven in part by third-party game sales. Quote, Microsoft gets a cut of every single game sold on Xbox. Game Pass subscriptions and first-party game sales. In total, Xbox revenue rose up 51% during the period compared to the same quarter last year. Microsoft did not share any specific sales numbers for its Xbox consoles, which is not due out, which is not out of the ordinary, as Microsoft no longer does this, nor did the company provide any updates on Xbox Game Pass subscribers or Xbox Live users. Again, this is standard practice for Microsoft, which historically keeps these figures hidden in its earning report. Microsoft is a gigantic company, one of the biggest on the planet and across the business units. Microsoft pulled in $43.1 billion in revenue for the period and posted a profit of $15.5 billion. As for the people on social media that are pointing out, profit of $15.5 billion is enough to pay for the $7.5 billion acquisition of ZeniMax two times over. Of course, the business of the acquisition is more complicated than dollars alone, and Microsoft isn't just walking into the bank withdrawing $7.5 billion to acquire ZeniMax. But in terms of dollars alone, $15.5 billion would cover the $7.5 billion acquisition twice. Fire this man. Fire this man. That that makes the whole Bethesda acquisition a lot more, uh, like, makes us understand it a lot more. <laughs> and the thing is, is that I didn't put this into the docket, but there have been rumors that uh, Microsoft is planning on making another large purchase. And I don't recall who it is that they're planning on going after. Because after, like, everything settled with Sega over the winter, I find it hard to believe that they would buy into Sega. Because they that was the rumor, though, right? That was the rumor, but in the same breath, like Sammy is doing okay. And the thing is, like, Sammy and Sega have a holdings agreement, so they're essentially like the same company under one umbrella. Sega deals with the gaming and entertainment stuff, and Sammy Holdings deals with pretty much everything else. But their arcade department went through a company, and I'm gonna fuck it up. I think is it's it was, it was called like Genki or some shit like that. And now they're managing. They bought all of the arcade machines in Japan, and they're managing all of the the arcade amusement fucking uh, buildings outside of like one or two club Segas that are still open. But there's still there's still a big port or a big chance that uh, that Microsoft could be buying some motherfucker, and I have no idea who it could be that like. Time Warner Studios or Warner Brothers Studios could be could still be on the table. Maybe Sega? I don't think so. I, this I, just in Microsoft has a shit ton of money. Like <laughs> basically. Essentially. I don't know. I mean I, I think 
I could see Warner Brothers Studio being bought, and then they and then making them like an exclusive like partnership to like the Batman and the Mortal Kombat series, which I personally would think would be terrible. I like my fighters on the PlayStation, or I mean, at this point I have a PC, so I guess the PC will work. But I think the smart move. And based on what I'm seeing, because they've been like really pushing Yakuza on the Xbox platform, that Sega might be the ideal thing to buy. That would give them like the biggest footprint in Japan, because that's always been Microsoft's biggest fucking hurdle. How are they going Mm -hmm. to step into the Asian market, specifically Japan? Because since Xbox and 360 and Xbox One X... They've always had a hard time jumping into that market. And Sega Sega has been doing very, very well within the last five years. So if they were to grab Sega and get exclusivity rights on Sega, that would mm-hmm. be massive. Yeah. Because it just seems it just seems like that that would be the the route that they're going with. Especially it's just because of what they're pushing right now with the pa- with the pass and like all the Yakuza games. All the Yakuza games are available basically on the Xbox Game Pass right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For there's no reason for nobody who's ever played that series to not play that series anymore. Yes, please go play and, that series. And like you said, and like in the bigger perspective, yeah, it makes sense completely for them to be like, yeah, let's get this series, take it over to Japan, and hit that market. Like, why not? Bring back Ki, you fucking cowards. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I mean, <laughs> Microsoft got, and also let's take into account, this is Microsoft as a company as a whole, not just the Microsoft gaming division, I believe. Yeah. So like, if everyone was like, where do they get all this fucking money from the Xbox? It's not all from the Xbox. Like that's just the money in general that Microsoft, Microsoft makes a fuck ton of money. So, but no, eh, yeah. whatever. Microsoft made a shit ton of money. Big deal. So <laughs> I just think I just think it would be like ideal for them. And just imagine, put yourself in a scenario where like Microsoft is doing this whole thing where they're trying to consolidate all these games and all these platforms or all these options on their platform with Bethesda, you know, all the other studios that they're buying off, buying Sega, and then not only bringing those series up there, but then they kind of create this like the Sega Arcade Channel or whatever, where you have access to a plethora of freaking Sega classics directly tied into the Game Pass. I don't know. I'm just looking at the fact that you're possibly going to see everything Sega and Atlas related exclusive on fucking Microsoft. Uh, that would be there. There's your fucking mascot for Microsoft, Sonic. And I mean, like, there's all yeah. your fucking RPGs. Uh, Bubsy? Get the fuck out of fuck here. Fuck off. Eddie. I like Bubsy and I'm telling you to fuck Shredding off. Shredding your contract. Okay, fine. Acrobat. <sighs> How about Why? the Void? Let's bring up other 90s shit. We don't, we don't <laughs> want to bring up the noise. <laughs> anyway. No, there's your fucking mascot. There's Sonic. There's your fucking gateway to the fucking kids. And fucking, and I mean, like, you've got all the fucking JRPGs you could possibly think of between Atlas and now everything that Sega's doing. I mean, yeah. fuck all it. Of your, and for all of your new Microsoft commercials that have Sonic in it, you can bring back Roger Craig Smith to voice Sonic. You wouldn't bring him back. Why not? Because he's. Could you shut the fuck up from, <laughs> so my segue works? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> anyway, Roger Craig Smith takes his leave from voicing Sonic the Hedgehog. So recently, actor Roger Craig Smith announced he is no longer voicing Sonic the Hedgehog in order to pursue other ventures, a role he has held for over a decade. 
While some may still be reeling from the news, Smith did take to Twitter just yesterday where he posted a brief video thanking his fans for their kind words in a moment of genuine sincerity and humility. He also took the opportunity to make it clear that he is not retiring from voice acting and that more stuff featuring him will be coming out at some point. Unsurprisingly, there were numerous replies to his tweets in which fans announced their admiration of his work and thanked him in kind for providing the voice of one of gaming's most iconic characters. It's always nice when fans and actors have a mutual appreciation for each other, and also why seeing voice acting legends drop their most well-beloved roles can be devastating. Of course, Sonic the Hedgehog is not the only voice he does. As well as voicing Chris, Re Chris Redfield from the Resident Evil series, he's also been the voice of Batman from the Arkham, or uh, Arkham Origin games. He's not just in video games either. He's also worked in tons of animated movies, voicing for such successes as the Powerpuff Girls, Ben 10, and Celebrity Deathmatch. Although not te technically typecast, he often returns to voice the blue blur, doing so for the 2013 film Wreck-It Ralph. It's clear that Smith has quite the range, but most fans will likely always consider him the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. There's no word yet about who will take over the role, but the, uh, the gaming community will likely have their ears on the ground waiting for, waiting for word on who can fill such big shoes. Netflix has recently announced a Sonic the Hedgehog animated series. I believe it's called Sonic Prime which is due for release in 2022. So before then, it's likely that fans will know who is taking over the role. So I have a feeling that it's it's combined with due to the success of the fucking Sonic the Hedgehog movie and also that there was like talks of like them doing a Sonic the Hedgehog reboot within the Sonic Team offices, or I can't really call them Sonic Team anymore because they don't technically exist. But the the like every ten years ish, there's always been like a passing of the torch when it comes to like yep. the voice of Sonic. So before before Roger Craig Smith, I believe that the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog um, was either Ryan Drummond or there was somebody in between the two of them, and they would just focus and do a series of of games and even TV shows and shit like that. And this is just passing the torch on to somebody else. And the obvious selection would be Ben Schwartz. Right. I mean, between them recording the second movie, this new TV show coming out, the fucking, uh, the new games that are coming out, it just makes sense for them to do that. So there's my theory. Yeah. Unlike Charles fucking Martinet. Who ain't letting that torch go anywhere? Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, like, I'm it's... Mario, so fuck off. <laughs> That's my <laughs> Charles Martin impression. Now, is is John Ralphio ready though to be the Sonic like overall for games, the TV series, the movie? You mean and Ben anything Schwartz else that comes along with it? No, John Ralphio. Who the fuck is John? You guys Raffin? don't. You guys don't. You guys don't get that John Raffio reference. That is. No. <laughs> Somebody in chat, please get that John Raffio Saperstein. Uh, that's it. That's the character he plays on uh, Parks and Recreation. When I found out that he was gonna be Sonic, I'm like, oh shit, it's John Raffio. Oh, like, you're talking about uh, Ben Schwartz. Yes, that was what he was getting at. Yeah. Okay, I got yeah. it. I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. I don't yeah, want. No, nobody Max. did. I'm out of here, guys. I'm enjoying another ice cream. It's okay. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so Sonic Boom, that's probably the best thing about Sonic Boom is the cartoon. And uh, he's got some really good one-liners. Or not one-liners in there, but 
someone asked like what was it tails was like yep i'll do that roger and they were talking on walkie talkies and knuckles goes who's roger and sonic goes that was pointed at me (laughs) (laughs) so it's pretty good oh yeah i mean i it's it's nothing new for big voice actors like this to move on that's just how it happens sometimes i'm glad that Sonic is getting different voices other than like someone staying too long doing a bad voice on somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Charles Martinet does a bad voice on Mario. He does fine. But it's just like, you know, he doesn't want to always be the blue blur. He doesn't want to get Jaleel whited. So, <laughs> Oh God. That was, yeah, that was, he was that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you want to talk about the first one. You want to talk about a Sonic, Sonic that I hate. I fucking hate Jaleel white. Like th- there was a time where he was just like, yo, let me come back as Sonic. And I'm like, no, you go back to being Urkel. Like, go go away. Go the well, fuck away. he tried, away. I think, right? Wasn't, like, when the movie was happening, like, he actually auditioned for the role? So he auditioned for the did. role, but even before that, there was rumors of a Sonic the Hedgehog movie or a Sonic the Hedgehog TV series. And people were saying, like, hey, bring back Jaleel White. To the point where there was a fan YouTube video that came out that was almost, like, half trailer, half half like first plot episode and they brought him back as the voice and that was the most mentally grating shit that i've ever watched i still haven't seen the whole thing like well he came back for sonic underground like he was there for sonic came back came back sonic underground was not that far out after the fucking adventures of sonic the hedgehog like i want to say sonic underground was like right before 2000 if not in 2000 yeah, yeah, let's see how long Sonic the Hedgehog series ran for. It I ran until 96. Only, I think the only Sonic cartoon I have seen is the one with Jaleel White. I'm sorry. I can't yeah, even it. It ran, on, it ran on ABC from 93 to 95, and then it went to USA for one year. Mm-hmm. And then well, let's see what Sonic Underground came out. I mean, I don't care. As long as the person voices it well, I'm fine with it. Yeah. And to answer, to go off of what you're saying, Eddie, the only thing that's really worth watching is Sonic Boom. I mean, keep in mind, it's a kid's show. But there's a lot of, like, really stupid quips and comments and, like, little gags and skits that they do in Sonic Boom where it's just like, that that shouldn't be in a kid's show. <laughs> that shouldn't be in a kid's show. I like the show like, that oh, tried so, to bring that, that 90s shit back. Yeah. yeah, like, it flies by the kids, but adults are like, ha, 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 ha. I forgot, French? I was listening to the DK rap the other day, and I forgot it says hell in it. Oh, man. Dude, yeah, kid. that's big for a Nintendo game. Donkey yeah, I guess. Fucking... there's Funky. He's dead. <laughs> You're not the only one that made that joke. Like, there was a bunch of people in my chat that were like, there's Chunky, and he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get this reference. And then Connor a, made me listen to Donkey Kong thing. One Wing Angel. One Wing Donk. One yeah. Wing Dong. <laughs> I think it's called One Wing Kong or Donk or something like that. Look it Dong. up. I'm looking this up right now. It's it's it like goes into like all the Latin parts like D K D K D K D K. It's like the number one thing I search when I look up Donkey Kong. All right, I'm gonna look over that. This is an enhanced version. Should have version. Sephiroth with a Donkey. Yes. It should be Sephiroth with a Donkey Kong face. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It, this is stupid. I can't wait. Link it in the chat so people can yeah, see man. it. <laughs> fucking, uh, no, if you're going to watch any of the cartoons, watch fucking Sonic Boom. Knuckles is a feminist. Just look up that skit. Knuckles is a feminist. Okay. Wait, I need to see now. So Sonic, so I always get the two Sonics mixed up because when I was growing up, there were two different Sonics. Yes. So we have Sonic the Hedgehog, which is the TV series with Jaleel White. Yep. And then the one right before it, it says the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. And that was more geared towards children. 
So so the second, the first one, Sonic the Hedgehog TV series, is the quote unquote serious one. Yes, that was the one that I believe it was either based off of or heavily influenced the with the comics, the Archie comics. Yeah, because it had it had Sally in it, it had the bunny chick, it had the walrus guy, it had the Frenchy dude. Yep, I don't know what that guy's name was, but Pierre. I don't know. It might have been. It might have been. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say any of the names. I know the names. I just don't want to look like that guy. Be that guy. <laughs> oh, it's Antoine. <laughs> yeah, but Sonic X is garbage. Rob Paulson. Oh, Rob Paulson, the voice of Pinky, did that one. Ah, oh, that's interesting. Anyway. All right. That's all I got for that one. That's, cool. I mean, I could just sit here. What? Tim Curry was in this fucking TV show? Yeah, right. man. <laughs> like, there is, like, some, like, high-quality fucking 90s voice actors, bro. Like it's oh, just, this is Antoine's dad. <laughs> so it's just before we move on to the next one, I just want to make sure the the Jaleel White one is the one where he's always talking about chili dogs, right? Yes. yes. I mean, well, Jaleel yes. White does both of these actually. Yes, and he did Underground but Adventures is the chili dog one with uh the two henchmen robots that are funny. I mean, they're they're both they both do it. They both have like chili dog scenes, even in the serious one. And it's stupid. Like Sonic goes back in time and goes to a chili dog stand. And, nah, 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 I, I don't care. Yeah, show's bad. My son Adventure, watches it. Or no? Uh, is that Adventures the origin of the, the chili scene. dogs? Because I never really understood the reason why Archie Sonic Comics. That's why Archie, Archie, Archie Comics. Comics. Because it, it's never relevant in any of the games. No. Yeah. And then it's just like I remember there was the episode. There was the one episode where he goes. I think, like you said, he goes back in time, and it's like he's there with his like kid version, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, and they go to the chili dogs and they're like racing each other and stuff like yes. that. There's a bunch of fucking nerds on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> mind you, and here, here's the thing, and mind you, that's about as Sega as I got in my household. Because it I didn't wasn't even Sega. Sega. I didn't get a Sega, yeah. so that was... The, I loved Sonic. I was the kid that loved Sonic, but never got to play any of the Sonic games. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have a Sega until I was like 12. Alright, tell me about these AMD uh, shortages, Eddie. AMD expects PC and next-gen chip shortages through first half of 2021. AMD had a big year in 2020, but demand for its gaming chips has exceeded supply. As reports reported by Tom's Hardware, AMD CEO Lisa Su said on a quarter for 2020 earnings call to expect some tightness through the first half of 2021, though there will be added capacity in the second half of the year. Su notes that this affected the gaming and low-end PC market the most, and AMD confirmed to Tom's Hardware that package packaging shortages are also a point of concern in the supply chain. The outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic loomed over the launch of the next-gen systems, and last November, Microsoft CFO Tim Stewart said the company expected to see Xbox Series XS shortages until quarter two, 2021. At the very end of 2020, Xbox head Phil Spencer told this corporate communications director, Larry Major Nelson, Herb, he had uh, been on a phone call with Sue the week before discussing how to get more supply. It's just really down to physics and engineering, said Spencer. We're not holding them back. We're building them as fast as we can. We have all of the assembly lines going. I did expect this. Like, I mean, you, you shut down a lot of your production companies or factories last year due to COVID. I mean, you're going to have shortages. We're on the, the eve of a fucking pandemic where everyone used their 
first stimulus check to be like, if they didn't have to use it for bills, they're like, I'm building a PC. I'm like, this is the worst time to build a fucking PC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it is literally the worst fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, major companies can't even keep in stocks of shit. Like, they can't yeah. even keep their machines built. So, I mean, the, like, the yeah, thing people about people are bored and they want to make, they want to build computers to play video games. Yeah, and and the thing about it is, it's just one. It's not a lot of people understand. The, the majority of the consumer does not understand these shortages and why they're happening. They don't understand right. why the factories are shutting down. Like why, like there's shortages because the assembly lines aren't working or whatever. It's just like That's they don't how get production it. works. Yeah, <laughs> they just feel like everything's just machine based, and it's just like oh, they can just get a machine to do it. It's just like NASA. Nah, that's not how it flies. <laughs> I mean, even machines also can only do a certain amount in a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's a good thing. It's because AMD's been on the up and up. Because yeah. AMD used to be the underdog, and Intel was like, "This company sucks." And then AMD was like, "Yo, what up?" And now people are like, "That's the next build." If I ever do do, if I ever do another build, I'm doing an AMD AMD build. Yeah, so. I think you're right, though. It's like I think that's what. The reason why there's such a mass shortage of things right now, especially, is because like everybody who has the time now to just be at home and it's got nothing else better to do, it's just like, well, I guess it's time I uh, I start building the PC. And yeah, I mean, you can see the surge of streamers and content creators that are out there and people just building things so they can have something to play with. And it just yeah. at first to me it didn't make any sense, but now I'll be completely honest with you. Once I get to that next level or whatever, my content creating career is yeah i am gonna look into buying myself or or purchasing and building my own pc because it makes sense to me now well i'm looking at it too uh, on these companies that that's their whole thing is we build computers for you like obviously they're gonna get their supplies first because of their contracts and everything Mm -hmm. but what happens when shit gets so shorted to where then you can't even get the get your pre-built one pre-built ones so then those companies start suffering and then like, yeah. so I don't know. It is what it is. Like it's expected when it comes to like a pandemic and shit like this to where production's shut down. So but no, I mean, that's all we really had for that one. Chris, do you have anything to weigh in on? I, I don't. This was pretty much expected. Um, which sucks because I'm in the middle of trying to hoard parts for my PC, which is fine. That I just like start buying other parts. Like I need a new motherboard and I'm planning on getting like one of the really nice higher end MSI motherboards. I mean, I will eventually get the 3080 that I want. It just takes time and luck apparently, yeah. but it takes time. Not, not, yeah. Not only that, or the, the alternative is like, you're going to have to go with a third party or a, is it third party? I guess you should call them right. There were a second hand ex- like sale, like where you have to buy from like offer up or, mercari oh, yeah, or something like that party. yeah i mean yeah it's but then like, you're start you start looking at stuff like or do you want to spend fourteen hundred dollars on a seven eight hundred dollar mother uh graphics card and no, yeah go fuck yourself yeah i'm not doing that it's like the same thing with the playstation i'm not spending two thousand dollars for a ps5 yeah i can wait yes i can honestly yeah, there's see, enough like, games out there that i can wait and my pc strong enough to handle it yeah no absolutely i think i think the ps the thing with the PlayStation 5 and one of those things like when it comes out is because everybody wants to be the first to have one, even though there's nothing to play. Mine's has been collecting dust, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I have not touched it. I'm going back to, like, retro stuff and, and things like that. And I'm like, man, I really got to get the most out of it. Same thing with, like, the Switch. Like, the Switch, I have plenty of games that I can play for it on there, and I am not touching it. And I had told myself, like, maybe, you know, like, this today, this week was going to be the week that I was going to go back into Animal Crossing and just 
fix my island. But no, it's just that you're talking to the guy that was streaming a Wii game on a Wii U over the weekend. So yeah. <laughs> like just keep hoard that shit. You'll play it one day. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no. Yeah. It's just one of those things. It's a monster hard to rise soon. Yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. Well, the first things first is we got T minus eleven days until the uh, Super Mario World 3D or Super Mario 3D World comes out. So oh, yeah. I'm super fucking excited for that. It's but. funny. It's funny that you bring that up too because like I know we were talking about this last week and we were like, oh, what games are you looking to play? Like blah blah blah. And I'm like, I really don't got anything. And I made <laughs> and I made sure that I do this. I have to constantly keep doing this because. I have the bad habit of randomly reserving games on Amazon and forgetting about them. Terrible. <laughs> you know? And then next thing you know, it's just like, what is this $80 freaking bill that's on there? Like, what did I just <laughs> what did I just order from Amazon? And it's just like some stupid ass anime game that I had no interest in. It just looked cool. And I'm like, yeah, let me put it in the freaking the Game checkout thing. I love you, sir. <laughs> oh, no, they do. They do. <laughs> they're but, always um, like, do you want to pre-order this i'm like look we're in the middle of nowhere you're gonna get well, eight copies and you're gonna sell one i'm good pri- on pre-orders prime mm-hmm. example prime example the shenron that i got i had pre-ordered it at gamestop and completely uh-huh. forgot and ordered it through amazon because it was available through amazon oh my god okay <laughs> so i ordered it and i got it and then my buddy's just like text me and he's just like hey dude your shenron's here and i'm like what what <laughs> And I'm like, he's like, yeah, dude. He's like, it's it's paid off. You can just pick it up. He's like, I can drop it off to you, whatever you want. And I'm just like, fuck. And I'm like, you know what? Just just hold on to it. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then he sends me like a list of like Funko Pops that are coming out. Like Stone Cold in the Rock in the Ring. Eddie Guerrero with the title belt. And he's just like, yeah, I'm putting him. He's like, I'm getting reserves and putting that money over there. And I'm like, yeah, Hell that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I'm Hell like, that makes yeah. sense. Because at the end of the day, they could they don't care if you buy the product. It's just yeah. they, they. I mean, they do eventually, but they're just like, especially for those pre-orders. Each of those employees probably has a quota they have to reach every yeah. day. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had a mm-hmm. quota at Hastings. They're like, you got to get five pre-orders, and I was like, fire me because it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. First of all, I never push the pre-orders ever anyway. Yeah, I was just like, fuck that. So. Yeah, yeah, but that's that that's the that's the thing. Um, but the you brought up the the Super Mario World. Um, and so I went back into Amazon and looked at the games. I think it's next week, if I remember reading it right. Uh, Galgun Returns for the Switch sure. is coming out. Yeah, Galgun Returns. Yeah, it's one of those like f- fan service games where you play. A yeah, kid I know what it is. Yeah. Okay, so you know, so you know, for those that are not aware, yes, I am a. <laughs> you gotta shoot love at ladies so they take their clothes off in their yeah. erogenous zones. Yeah, that's it. This game's on the Switch. It is. <laughs> it sure is. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. We got uh, we got some up breaking news that we forgot to put in there to begin breaking with. Breaking news? <laughs> came out two weeks ago. All right. What? Uh, Eddie, tell us about how the WWE Network is, is exclusive to NBC's Peacock now, and apparently WWE made a but fucking ton of money off of it. WWE made about roughly $1.5 billion on this deal. Is what they're saying is what the total amount that they got Vince off on McMahon's this. ugly fucking faces right on this. Yeah, one point five. The last pay per view on the network happened this past weekend on there. Um, the interesting thing about this deal is that WWE is just it, the network itself is just canceling out here 
in the United States. It's still going to be international. So people in Europe, people in India, because it's still a big market out there. I just think that it falls in line with a lot of other things that Vince McMahon has been doing wrong to tap the U.S. market again, whether it be with the storylines, the way he treats his employees, the way he's running his shop or whatever. It's just like there's so many possible things as to why this deal is happening, because I am one of them that believed in this product from day one. It just wasn't entertaining enough for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to keep on watching this now. So it makes sense that this deal is uh, going over to another streaming service where they can like basically get more ad revenue off of it. Because from what I understand, WWE is not going to be offered on the Peacock Network, which is $5 a month with commercials. So you essentially get The Office, Parks and Rec, whatever shows they have on there. Probably SNL episodes. Yeah, all that stuff. And WWE for five bucks with commercials. Or you can pay 10 bucks with no commercials. Yep. That sounds like a pretty solid deal for someone who their kids love wrestling. You love watching The Office and other daytime TV shows or whatever. Go ahead. So I was going to say... It just looks like the WWE network didn't do that well, so he had to get bought out by another company, right? <laughs> Basically, but it goes back We had to- WWE. I remember when we lived in the apartment with five people, we had WWE because my roommate was like, yo, fucking get this shit. We get all the free pay-per-views. Yeah. And see, and that's my only concern about this whole thing. My, I don't know how the streaming service on the TV deals work just simply because of the fact that I, I'm looking at it as, as if it were the UFC one. UFC has yeah. like their subscription service and they're just like, hey, you want the pay-per-view, you're still going to have to pay for it. And I kind of right. feel like this might go that route now too. Especially yeah, you're not because, getting the pay-per-views on this shit. Yeah. But I mean, it's it well they from what they're saying, the first pay-per-view is going to be on the Peacock, which is Fastlane happening in February this month. I think it's like in 2 or 3 weeks. But the bigger deal of this is is that you're now are they going to televise? Are you telling my are you like are you saying that you're going to televise WrestleMania or is WrestleMania an exclusive product to the Peacock streaming service? Like, right. that's what I'm trying to figure out at this point. Like, are they trying to, like, bring wrestling back to – is it, is it – uh, what, do, what do you call that? Like, not, it's not time. cable. Prime team – yeah, primetime TV. Yeah. So – it's just weird. It's just it's just a very interesting thing. I mean, it's it's Vince making money, especially after everything that he's lost from like the WrestleMania is not happening, the pay per view revenue, the the merchandise he's trying sale. To recoup his losses. Yeah, he's got to recoup. The XFL is still, I'm pretty sure, hurting him based off of that thing. Twice it did in the '90s, and now again. Yeah, and then um, yeah. So it's just it's just it's just a very interesting deal, and I don't know if it's gonna work. Like I said, I'm not planning on signing up for Peacock services anytime. I don't care how many times I've watched The Office. I'm like, okay, it's it's gone now. I don't, you know. Go buy the DVDs. Yeah, go They're buy the super D- cheap. Just go buy them. <laughs> <laughs> or watch the clips on YouTube. I don't even watch the whole episode. You know what I mean? But that's the gist of it. He made about $1.5 billion on this deal. Exclusive to that Peacock. And um, yeah, the network, I think it's, uh, if not this week, relatively soon, it will be completely off limits it will no longer be an app it will no longer be a thing it'll be all transitioned over to peacock uh what people are calling now wwe cock (laughs) (laughs) the the last uh, paragraph in this article says peacock's deal with wwe comes amid nbc universal's plan to shut down nbc sports network 
USA is set to begin broadcasting some of the events previously held on NBC Sports Network, including the NHL and NASCAR. It is unclear how much WWE will be affected by the change. Well, yeah. all right then. Yeah. Uh, yet again, <laughs> people, millionaires, billionaires making more and more money. So, this I mean, Vince. The only thing I like about Vince is the fucking gorilla walk. Any, anyway, <laughs> like that's the. I still fucking do the gorilla walk when I walk into a room. <laughs> so, according <laughs> to great. this, this is from the Rolling Stone. They're saying that yes, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Fastlane will be available starting with March 21st, 20, 2021. And it's going to be the live pay-per-view events. I don't know if it's going to be like, you have to watch it at a premium because pay-per-view is like a hundred bucks or mm-hmm. I, like, I'm thinking boxing wise. I don't, I don't know much about like the wrestling side of shit, but when it comes to like that, I, they, wouldn't they be losing money or is, is it just like an extra thing that, they, that people get off of it? No, see, to to me, it feels like I I think this is ultimately like that big purchase, just simply so that he has something to work with Vince mm. in the from everything that he's lost. Because based on what you're saying, yeah, the last time I remember I paid for a pay per view before the network, they were around sixty five to seventy dollars, like the whole fifty for standard, seventy for yeah. HD. You know what I mean, type of thing. And then you put into question like things like WrestleMania. WrestleMania is a two-night event. They break it down into two separate nights now. If you have to pay for this in a pay-per-view, if you do not have Peacock services and you have to pay for this pay-per-view outside of it through DirecTV, Cox, Time Warner, whatever the hell's out there, am I going to have to spend 70 bucks twice for a wrestling pay-per-view? No, I think they would do, like, with something like that, they would, they would have... Your purchase would unlock like some kind of code that's like, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of like live streams for podcasts has been doing that where you pay like $10 and you have access to it for like a week. So I don't know if maybe they'll do something like that Yeah, where you'll have access to that certain like URL code that the the pay-per-view is going to be on for a certain amount of time. I mean – I don't know. I will say that WWE has done one of the coolest things where they basically their audience is just like a big Zoom call and now. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, and, the the Thunderdome? Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that and I saw it the other day. I was like, that's pretty fucking smart. It was uh it was controversial at the beginning because uh I think the first two weeks that they set that up, it's artificial audio. It's the audio that they use in WWE games that they actually have on there. Oh. And then the cameras are just a video of people like React, but there's not actual crowd sound. Oh, it's not live. Mm-mm. Oh, well, then it's not good anymore. Yeah, fuck and that so, shit. <laughs> and so, and so, but the issues that they had with before is that like, uh, someone because you basically request or you reserve that spot, you pay like an X yeah. amount of money to be on that spot. That's what I was thinking. You would pay the money, and you're like, I paid the hundred and fifty dollar tier, so now I, I'll be people will see me on TV. Yeah. So and the thing about it was is that people like there was people that uh were like showing up shirtless. Guys, yeah, you know, big wrestling dudes living in the attic big, or big you know bongs and shit like that, like things like that. They had uh one of them was uh instead of actually having their face on the screen, they posted a picture of Chris Benoit on oh, there. She, they're and, gonna shut that shit down. And <laughs> WWE's like, Nope, like we ain't having that. Who who is that? Yeah, and then they had uh Kenny Omega actually bought a spot to watch raw <laughs> that's funny and and, and wd is like nope like they just like nope you can't be a part of this 
He so, paid. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's just like so. It was like it's yeah. It's 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 interesting. I'll give them innovation for it, but it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Mm. Gotta get the vaccines. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't well. know if you guys. Heard, I don't know if you guys had heard. <laughs> Vince is expecting WrestleMania this year will be held at the Bucks Stadium. And he's expecting, he's anticipating about 25,000 people in attendance. I mean, so if he, if it's coming off the cusp of COVID, where people haven't been able to do anything forever? Yeah, well, the thing about it is, is that Florida, Florida is freaking the Wild West right now, or the Wild East, or whatever the hell you want to call it. They, oh, they, yeah, it's like, it's yeah, insane. <laughs> their, mas- their masks are not regulated over there. They don't. They, you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to do anything. Florida like, was gross and disgusting before COVID. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so this is just a. Like I said, WWE is a very very hard product to support lately for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if AEW I w- all the way. Yeah, if I end up watching WrestleMania, it because it ends up because like oh somebody's watching it on Discord, and I just happen to pop in type of deal, yeah. you know. But we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. I mean, I, got, I finally got my refund on those fucking Motley Crue tickets because they're like, concert got rescheduled to this year. I was like, fuck you. I don't want to go anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to a concert for probably the next two years, even yeah. if I do go to a concert. I'm glad I'm at that age where I'm like, I don't need to go to concerts anymore. But I would still like to go see Proto Man and shit like, like the quote unquote underground bands that I like. But that's because I just don't like arena shows. But I yeah. would not feel comfortable unless you're like only a hundred people come in here. I'm like, okay, that's pushing it. So well, well, not only that, it's gonna become one of those things, dude. Like honestly, like I was talking to my buddy about it. And it just, I don't know how it's been or if this is mentioned in other places, but I know it was brought up here, um, in my state that they're gonna be offering like if you get a vaccine, you're gonna get a card that yeah. says like, hey, I'm good. It shows so, your booster dates and all that. Yeah, so so basically, like, if you want to go to these shows or you want to go to public events, not only are you going to be wearing a mask, but you got to present that card saying, like, we need to see hey, your I'm ID good to- and your vaccination card. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like that's going to be the norm. But once again, it just really depends on how comfortable you are and, like, how, you know, you want to go also, about it. Yeah, I'm also going to say that with the conjunction of the vaccine with the mask, and that's when I think – the herd immunity shit is going to start working better because you're able to get back into groups and still you still social distance, but you're close enough to where the bodies can have some interaction with other human beings and start developing the immune system how it's supposed to. So yeah. that so it's going to take a while. It's going to take a long time. Yeah. But if we get the vaccines, wear our masks. I mean, you could still go. We could still go to cons. If you get your vaccines and you wear your masks and all that. So I'm ready for it. Let's fucking MAGFest is already being restructured. So let's MAGFest 2022, baby. We're going to it. Yep. Yep. And you are too, Eddie. You work here. Oh, now, I so know. You must go. I, I'm, I am. 100%. Do you guys <laughs> see the new year, logo? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll bring it. I was going to go into more of this off the podcast, but I'm going to tell you right now, I want to get a hotel at the venue this time so we can just. Like, it was nice, Chris, of us to drive back and forth because it was cheap, but it would also be good to just be like, it's 2 in the morning, let's go play Third Strike. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> the arcades open 24-7 for four days. Yeah. And it's all on free play. 
So I'm with it. I think we'll have to do that and just be like, yo, third strike. I got to go get third strike <laughs> like, or anything. So I got to get my 3 a.m. third strike fix. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, there were guys. That's the perfect time to be at the arcade is like the first day from like midnight to 6 a.m. Because no one in their fucking mother's there. So you get to play all the games as much as you want. Now, Friday night and Saturday night, that's when it's packed all fucking night. Because yep. people are getting fucking drunk and going down, you know, to the fight, to the areas. That's where the tournaments are at, all that stuff. God, I just want to fucking go to MAGFest so bad. <laughs> well, that's it for the news. That's all we got. Sweet. The news. Let's hit these questions. All right. So, questions. Cool, you got questions. H2O Happy Dude asks, was there something you learned from the arcades growing up? It could be something that you learned from the game itself or someone that you met there. Mine would be hearing about all the Ultra 64 talk through the attract mode for Killer Instinct and Asuka Kazuma isn't as bad as people say she was in Tekken 5. The one thing I learned from going to arcades is the quarter up. Yep. I never knew what quarter up was. And the whole thing is you put your quarter up on the screen where the little lip of the screen and if you have your quarter up there, that means you're next. Or you have ups. So that's the thing that I learned from the arcades. Yeah. Uh, that, that was the same thing with me. Like, there would be a trail of quarters and everybody would be in a line. And, like, you would always get that noob that goes there and just like, yo, whose quarters are these? Like, they're trying to snatch it. And the entire mm-hmm. line just gets out, <laughs> ready to jump him. And I'm just like, yo. Because you have the quarters up there and you stay in line so you can walk up and just grab any quarter. Exactly. And then you play. Mm-hmm. Yep. Crazy. Uh, what about you, Eddie? Were you uh, were you an arcade scene guy? I was an arcade scene guy, but it wasn't too deep into that. Like, uh, we had a local arcade. It was called the Village Arcade because it was right in the USC community where I stayed at. And they had two fighting machines, which was like Marvel vs. Capcom and like the original Street Fighter. Or actually three, because I think Mortal Kombat was on there as well too. But I never really gathered gathered around those because there was just so many people like with the whole quarter stack and all that stuff. But um, that was where I, you know, Time Crisis, uh, House of the Dead, the Pac-Mans were there, like all the classic ones and stuff. So I would frequent there with my buddy. We would always ride bikes out there, park them, lock them up. And then, uh, yeah, we just go there with five bucks and have a good time. It was Sick. like we would do like at least three to four times a week. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the hype, hype and trash talking, I also learned. Cause like I grew up as an only kid until I was 12. So like I didn't have a little brother. And like I had a cousin that was around the same age, but we just ended up fighting instead of like actually being able to play like fighting games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like when I first went to an arcade and I was like, yo, all, and in my area, I mean, it was Memphis. So everyone was around the Tekken machine. And they were just like, Yo, like, talking shit and all that. I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is amazing. So, like, that's when I first got my taste of the fighting game world. Still can't play fighting games for shit. So. (laughs) What about you, Chris? Honestly, the arcade is where I learned how to play Magic. I was was probably about, like, eight or nine, I want to say. And there was this joint. Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this place called fucking Next Generation. I've, I've talked about it a few times. Next Generation, they had the SNK MVS four cart. And the games that they had was Sam Show 4. They had Metal Slug. They had Grow. Oh, Metal Slug. And there was one other game. I think it was, I think it might have been like Buster Move, Buster Move. And then right next to it was the uh, the Mortal Kombat 2 cabinet. But everybody would be on either Metal Slug watching this one kid try to do the speed run over and over and over again every single Thursday. 
Or they'd be playing <laughs> Sam Show. Sam Show and fucking, um, what's it called? Garo. And that's where I learned, you know, how I, how I play like uh, King of Fighters and fucking Garo and, you know, my, my poor man's, my poverty fighters at the time because SNK. Poverty fighters? Well, well, SNK games are relatively cheap. Like the those those arcade machines were super mm. cheap compared to like the Mortal Kombat Two cabinets. Because the Mortal Kombat gotcha. Two cabinet, even at the time, cost you like fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars, and that was like nineteen ninety eight money. And yeah. the the MVS carts they you were like the carts out five hundred bucks exactly, and yeah. each game was only a hundred dollars. Think about it. Like you're you're paying less than a thousand dollars, and you're bringing in revenue week after week after week like why do you think every single laundromat at least in my area had an mvs arcade system because they were yeah, super you just buy cheap a new one, you don't have to change the outside at all mm-hmm. exactly yeah exactly chat said poverty sense. fighters are so good though yes i, I like i yeah, love poverty fighters um but going back to what i was saying no i was waiting online after i ran out of money and they were just like, yo, you want to play Magic? And they had tables all set up. And that's where I learned how to play Magic. My first deck was this mono green deck. I don't remember much of anything about it outside of like they had those fuck, they had Birds of Paradise and those fucking yeah, elves. Bop. And those fucking elves that would drop one mana every single time you tap them. Lanawar elves. There you go. And they I were like a lot of I've played ramp decks. And so. it was and it was like the old school one. So it was just the head of the fucking elf. Like, oh yeah, that art's really good. Yeah, like the, art. the art style for that was super fun. I was dope. thinking, I thought about it. I was in the shower the other day, and I was like, "Man, I miss playing F and M with my friends." And then I was like, "Well, so I don't know if this theory would work because you know Magic Online exists, so maybe why we should just use Magic or Arena." But I was like, "Why don't we just have like F and M from like do a big fucking Zoom call or a Discord call?" And just play the paper magic that way. But then you could have people cheating and all that stuff. Yes, Eddie. What the hell is FNM? Friday oh, Night FNM Magic. Friday Night Magic is when oh. like, <laughs> you go to your local card shop. That's where you would be able to earn points and like actually like you could get, you know, win shit. Big it, tournaments are usually like. You're, you're going to locals. FNM that's like, what it is. You're, that's the equivalent. It's going to locals. You're like, I got this new fuck. This isn't my competitive deck, but I came up with this stupid ass homebrew. And let's see if I can fuck with some people. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. But no, I wonder if you... But then I just thought, I was like, you could just do that. I mean, if you wanted to, just rent. But then you'd have to rent cars. Like, I just want to play paper again. Like, that would re- feel really cool. To like, do. actually doing shit with your hands, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could do it. Like, but like, not like us, we're streamers. We could do it. We could put a camera above here and play, ma- you know, play magic and all that. But not everybody, like, I mean, somebody might just have a laptop that they can play arena on. They don't have a webcam and a setup and all that shit, so... Amen. Uh, no, speaking of magic cards, I almost bought. So Raymond Swanlin is one of my favorite artists. He does. He's done like the Lightning Helix art with uh, uh, with Ajani. He's done the art for the Ugin uh, Planeswalker card, and uh, but he finally got the Lightning Helix back in sh- in stock on his ch- uh, page. So I'm like, I want this forty dollar twelve by eighteen, and then I was like, Corey, you have no fucking wall space. So, <laughs> We might be buying it and moving some shit around. So. <laughs> yeah, that makes yeah. sense about the arcades, though. I didn't even think about that because my my King of Fighters experience and, like, well, the Neo Geo and SNK game experience was always at, like, the random burger joint or the laundromat. Yeah. Like, that's – yeah, like, it was, like, I would – like, there was a spot. Like, and I and I loved going there because not only were the burgers good, but they had that four-in-one or five-in-one, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Neo Geo arcade machine, 
And it was the, uh, it was a uh, King of Fighters '94, Super Showdown, Samurai Showdown, or not Super Showdown, Super uh, Super Sidekicks, Samurai Showdown, and Metal Slug. I think those were the four that were always there. Mm-hmm. And like it was like a staple. Like I remember the time that I went in to pick up food with my dad that one day, and it was just like, "Where's where's the where's the machine? Where'd it yeah. go?" And it's just like it's gone. But you're bringing it back, right? You bring it back, right? Like, nope, it's gone. <laughs> like, no. I hate it. Chat, right. chat. I have the MVS. The chat was asking, do any of your guys actually own a Neo Geo? I've seen it. I would like to probably, if I were to get a stand-up one, I would like to get one of those. I'm still looking to get an Astro City. Looks like I need to get about 1500 almost $2,000 for an Astro City yeah, now. Man. I just found yeah, out man. what an MVS is, actually. Yeah. Yeah, no. it's the arcade... You know, it's the arcade machine that you can switch carts out on. Yeah. You have Grow, and what else do you have? Okay, so I, I have, you have the two of the four. I have the four. So I, I don't. I've. I know I've told this story before, but I haven't said it with Eddie here. I came into the ownership of oh an, this story, a yeah. Neo Geo MVS four cart arcade uh, system. So it's like the the big baller version, right? This there was this guy Sage. Uh, he was getting rid of a lot of his arcade machines, and when I saw that, like, he had, like, Street Fighter, Galaga, like, all the old ones, but then I saw the MVS, and it was just like, are you selling that? How much do you want for it? And he was just like, I'll give you 700 and I look at the marquee. It had Blazing Star. It had Metal Slug X. It had The Last Blade. I don't remember. It's one or two. I think it's one. And then it had Grow Mark of the Wolves. However, he sold the cart for Mark of the Wolves separately. And I'm just like, fuck. Well, he was just like, that's I'll what st- you wanted. <laughs> yeah, ultimately. I mean, like, I was still like, I'll still take everything else because Last Blade is on there. I was, fucking Last Blade is dope. But I was just like, yo, how much? He said $700. I was like, bet. I put $50 down and I'm just like, I will be back. And I traded in my Jund deck, my Jund Modern Magic deck, which was probably valued. I think I spent almost $1,000 on it. Yep. Um, but I traded it in for about five, six hundred bucks for it. Pretty much paid for the the car for the cabinet. I think I How may many have cards put in this deck. There were sixty, uh, and then yeah. in addition to that, I had like some other like really expensive staples in there. Yeah. So, Magic the Gathering's expensive as fuck, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, because he said like I traded in this deck, and I'm like, this deck of cards should have at least like. Two fifty, three hundred cards, and he's like, "No, no, sixty cards." I'm like, "There's literally a card in that deck that one of them is worth a hundred dollars." Yeah, like uh, Tarmogoyf. Tarmogoyf at the time was, I believe, one hundred five. Oh. Um, yeah. Liliana piece. the Veil. Liliana the Veil. I had three of those. I think that was ninety five. That's when Liliana you was probably going paid. Down. Bo- you probably played Bob's back then too, so you probably had Dark Confidant. Yes, I had a Gold Raichu. Yeah, the gold right shoe. Very, very nice. <laughs> anyway, um, so it pretty much covered the cost. I think I may have paid another $50 just to take care of that. But animal. what's the kicker? The kicker was when I brought this bitch home, or before I brought this bitch home, I looked at it. I'm just like, hey, do you have the key that goes to this thing? Because it was it was locked. And he was just like, it no. money in it. And I really don't give a shit. There's probably like a few dollars in there. I'm just like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. And I and I'm texting Tiff and I'm like, yo, go buy a bolt cutter. 
Yeah. We, <laughs> me and my friend at the time, we took home the the cabinet. It's raining. I am like super scared that the fucking rain was going to fuck with the, the electronics in there because once rain gets in there, it's over. It's done. it's damaged. Yeah. You yeah. just you just fucking wasted all that fucking. Well, in my case, magic cards, but. It worked out. It worked. It played beautifully. That night I was playing Blazing Star and fucking Metal Slug, and I was super fucking stoked. Well, the next day, Tiff buys the fucking bolt cutters, and we pop that bitch open, and he had $265 worth of quarters in the fucking machine. And I'm just like... Bro, I traded magic cards for this. Like magic cards I wasn't fucking playing. Like I didn't give a shit. And I yeah. bought those and cards. And you have more money. And I have more money. They paid me essentially to get rid of this thing because I bought those magic cards when they were cheap. Not when they were fucking like a hundred something dollars a pop or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Since then I've bought Fuck a girl. Yeah. I've bought King of Fighters 98 or 96. I don't remember which of the two. And then I got the 61-in-1 MVS cart, which pretty much has almost everything. There's only a handful of games on there that it doesn't have. But, did, like, did you know that there was a fighting game that had Mega Man Zero, like, from the Mega Man Zero games in there? It's like Capcom versus yeah. SNK. It's uh, SVC Chaos. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. I like yeah. I didn't know that MVC Chaos was um or SVC Chaos was on fucking the cabinet. Arcade? I had no fucking mm-hmm. clue. That shit was It was cool. one of the Mega It was one of the rarer ones. I remember because like uh, it, it was the whole thing, right? When like Capcom was doing the whole crossovers, cra- the crossovers, the uh Capcom versus SNK series and then like they wanted SNK to do their own so they did the SVC Chaos one. And yeah. that's how it came out. But yeah, no, that was that the SVC Chaos is a great, it's a solid fighter too. I really enjoy that one. Hell yeah. So no, I've definitely got one of those flashcards. There's the yearly arcade cab story. I'll tell yeah. my yearly how I got a Genesis story sometime in the next <laughs> few weeks. <laughs> it's your three month reminder. <laughs> also, also I hold brought on. that up on the go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll I'll I brought say it that after on the Sonic. The Sonic the Fighter stream. I was like, hey, did you guys have I told you guys how I got a Sega Genesis? And Scotty and Kusanagi at the same time go, Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um Z- Zombie Hunter said, go look up the price for a black lotus. And yeah, am man. I look are we talking about the Alpha Black Lotus 1993? Yep. yep. What are they at now? I mean, there's one 25? on eBay. buy it now for five hundred thousand. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. It's probably mint. That's probably mint yeah. graded. Yeah, BGS nine point yeah. graded mint. You'll see a dirt. You'll see a damaged one probably around twenty grand. Well, yeah. I saw one. I saw a damaged one for forty two thousand. I was like, that has to be a joke, right? No, no that's one hundred percent correct. It's one of the most broken cards in the game. <laughs> it's it's fucking dumb. Fucking uh, what do you call it? The beta ones go for six grand easy. Easy, and that's What's his damaged. Face? Uh, what was that guy that was fucking up? He was buying prescriptions and. Jacking up the price. Oh, the Mark, guy you Martin Shirelli? Yeah, he started buying Black Lotuses and just ripping them up. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. There's there's a spot right here. Eddie, uh, I play one of the lower end modern decks. So modern is like the format that I love. I play a lower end deck and my deck still cost me around $400, $500. That's crazy, man. I'm looking at some of these cards and I'm just like tripping out. However, here's here's the thing that's tripping me out. There's a site called eBid. 
not eBay, eBid.net. And they're offering the Black Lotus card for $7.50. It's probably fake. It's a fake. It's a fake. It's okay. You can go on Etsy and just get fucking um, repros of those. Yeah, because that was the other thing. I saw. I see one for $6 on Etsy, and I'm just like... Oh, if it's on Etsy, yeah, it's a... It's a re. It's a. Re- I mean, bro. you can get the naughty fucking cards on Etsy. Watch me like call my mom up and be like, "Mom, do we have any of those old school cards still at home?" Because I I feel you end like up having an alpha in the, or if an, an alpha fucking lotus. The thing about it is, is because like my brother and I used to collect cards all the time. Like he used to, I collected the Pokemon ones and like wrestling ones, and he used to collect the basketball, the sports ones, and we both did baseball. But somewhere along the line, I remember there were like magic cards that started popping in there. Not because we bought them. It's just like dad would be like, "Here's some cards." Drunk dad would be like, "Here's yeah. some cards," and there's like, "The fuck? <laughs> these aren't these are fucking." I, I remember together. those. I remember. Yeah, those you know. Days. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it'd Who be knows? like, imagine I have a freaking a Black Lotus at home just sitting there. And that's not even like the number, like all the cards from Alpha are, the commons are fucking expensive. Yeah. There was a video. The lands from them are fucking expensive. Yeah. There was a video that had come out of, um, what the fuck was it called? Uh, Antique Roadshow. And there was just this lady yeah. that came up to this younger guy and she starts explaining. It was just like, my husband had this stupid hobby with all these cards. And it was the Power Nine. He had yeah. the Power oh, Nine. I, yeah, I know exactly what you're mint. talking about. Yeah. And he was yeah. just like, okay, so fun fact, all these cards right over here, this is probably worth about like $90,000. Not the binder. These nine cards, they're worth probably about $90,000. We'd have to get them graded. That's your average. The rest of the book in here, you're probably looking at a minimum of $150,000. Yeah. Minimum. It's stupid. Fuck Bitcoin. Fuck (laughs) fuck stocks. Fuck it. No, no, I'm not even playing with you guys. If you know how to play the fucking magic card game, not the game itself. If you know monetarily wise how to play that fucking stock market, you can make a shit ton of money, man. That's crazy. It's insane. So what you're anyway, saying? So Chris, what you're what's saying? our next question? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take one from chat. Nerd Drummer ninety two asks, "What do you guys think about the Godzilla versus King Kong trailer?" Team Godzilla. Uh, I thought it was fucking great, except the music was terrible. So, I, agree I don't with think. That. So I don't need a rap lyric song with King Kong versus Gorilla. Yeah, that music is pretty fucking King Kong versus King Gorilla. Kong versus Gor- uh, Godzilla. So here's here's my issue with it. One, I I don't have a a dog in a fight in the fight for either Godzilla or King Kong. However, if I had to choose one or the other, it's, it's Godzilla. In that entire trailer, King Kong was just giving him the business. The yeah. entire trailer. So I'm just well. Like, there's a I got spoiled because of a fucking toy. They showed up. There's a battle, battle damage Godzilla. Well, well don't spoil it for everybody else. What the hell? It, it gets, <laughs> it's like a big, not, it's like one just big slash. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, well, I guess he hits him with the axe. from. The yeah. Trailer. And so. I bought my son those toys, not knowing what the fuck it had anything to do with. I bought those to- toys for Christmas, the battle, the exact ones that you were talking about. Yeah. And I'm just I'm like, ex- oh, this is interesting. Is this a comic? Is this something that's coming out? No, that trailer yeah. was pretty good. Big stupid monk. I, I guess. I guess King Kong wins, or whatever. I haven't. No, seen No, I, I mean, I'm. I'm calling it right now. They're no. Neither one of them's gonna win. Uh huh. And there's gonna They're, be like some greater threat that pops up. Yeah, it's a greater threat. It's the whole thing of anything like Batman versus Superman. There's a greater threat where we have to work together, and it's probably gonna be King Ghidorah. 
or Mecha King Ghidorah. Yeah, that that'd be stupid. Oh no. I, I mean, you didn't see King of Monsters, so it makes sense. Okay. So there's a there's a after credits uh, teaser. I hate so, this, but I'm excited for it. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm watch like, it. I hate this. I was like, we're talking about this right now, and I'm like, I know I have a Godzilla Funko Pop somewhere over here, the little four inch one. And yeah. then I was like, well, I guess there's I should. A bigger one too. I was like, I guess I should look up the King Kong one because I know there's a King Kong one too. And I looked it up right now, and no, they're talking about the newer ones that are coming out, which are gonna be the bad boy ten inch ones. And I'm like, well, I yep. want them. <laughs> you fucked up. I want them. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited to see it. I'll watch it in the, my living room, which will be fantastic. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to see what it's going to be about. Yeah, the trailer, I'm excited for the 30 to 40 minute cut where someone takes the movie afterwards and cuts out all the human bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm excited for. Hell yeah. I think that comes out this week. Does it? What? No. Is it, is it in March? No, it comes out in February. I thought. I thought it was March. Let's see. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Someone else. Giant will lizard say versus monk movie. It's March. I could have swore it was February. March thirty first. March thirty first. That's weird. Yeah. Okay, a month away. I could have swore it came more out than a month away. Than roughly two months away. I'm cool. Well, with I'll it. watch it when it comes out. I'm excited for it. I'll probably because te- well, I need to watch Skull. Uh, uh, Skull Island. Skull Island. Yeah, I haven't watched. I haven't watched Skull Island yet. So. Skull Island is the, the King Kong movie, it, it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the King Kong movie. Well, okay. do they do they both tie? Is the King Kong Skull Island one, and then the Godzilla one with uh, King of the Monsters? Is was that the one? Well, I'm assuming King of the Monsters was the l- most recent well, one. Well, what were you? What were you, finish what you were going to say? It, it's a King Kong with the uh, King Kong. It's Godzilla with that dude from um, oh my god, Kickass. Yeah, that dude is that Godzilla. So those two lead up to this one. So okay, so Godzilla 2014, and then King of the Monsters leads up. Godzilla wise leads up to this, and then King Kong wise, it's just Skull Island, and then this. So it's King of the Monsters and Skull Island, boom. I gotta watch those well, two. There's, I wonder if it'll be better than Batman. The, have you watched Superman. the 2014 Godzilla? Yeah, the one with Kickass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only one you need, he's not in the next King Kong or the Godzilla movie. But yeah, you need to watch that one because that one's pretty good. You get to see Rodan, Rodan and Mothra and King Ghidorah. Wait, which, which is the one that had uh, the the girl from Stranger Things? Was that the same one, two thousand fourteen? King, King, King of the Monsters. No, King of the Monsters is when she comes in. Have I seen King of the Monsters? Then have you seen Godzilla fight King Ghidorah, the three headed dragon? <laughs> I don't remember. Then no, you have not seen it because you would have remembered it. What's the one? What's the one Godzilla that has a Green Day doing basket case to it? What? That's Godzilla two thousand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Here, well, there's Godzilla two thousand, and then America's Godzilla, yeah. which has the fucked up Godzilla. Yeah. And that had a Wallflower song with it. Oh yeah, we You're could talk- be heroes. Look, it, if we want to like fucking talk about, it also had. Uh, what was it? No Shelter from Raging Against the Machine. That album's actually pretty good. Yeah. The movie. The terrible. soundtrack is pretty but, good. Yeah. Yeah. But no, you're talking to the Godzilla guy. So. All right. So 2014 Godzilla, Kong Skull Island, and then King of the Monsters. Okay, cool. Those yes. are the ones that got everyone thought Godzilla was in King of the Monsters, but it was actually King Caesar, not King Kong. Oh, okay. Now, are those on King- HBO Max? Maybe. I don't know. I own both of them, so well, I don't uh, Kong. I don't have Kong Skull Island, so I would have to see what that's on because I want to watch that. So, anyway, next I don't know, next yeah, question. I'm excited for that movie. 
Yeah, next question. I'm next excited question. for that movie. <laughs> All right, Chris Anagi asks, uh, mine was always, is that a, is he just answering H2O's? Of H2O's? God damn it. Said, but he does ask. He asked a question. Though. Okay. Uh, I want to follow up that bit. What was your go-to arcade game or games if you had one? Like the ones that you would instantly go to to be really good at. Mappy and Virtual Pop, Virtual Cop 1 were games that I played a ton. Almost to the point where I can 1cc Virtual Cop Saturn port. I always went to Galaga. I loved Galaga. And I went to Area 51. Oh my God! Area fifty one. Area fifty one. Holy I, shit! Me, me and my wife have beaten that in an arcade setting. So <laughs> nowadays, nowadays, if I'm going into an arcade, the the game that I'm usually going for, if I don't have my wife with me, it's either going to be some version of House of the Dead, preferably the uh, the one that came out in and around two thousand eight, because we played a lot of that when I was in college, or I'm looking for some sort of fighting game cab. More common ones that I see is MVC2. But I again, if there's an, uh, an SNK cab somewhere, I'm playing anything on there. Because I could play like King of Fighters 98, 96. I could play Metal Slug all fucking day. Yeah. Any fucking shooter. Metal up. Slug like, is definitely a quarter muncher, though. Yeah, it is. Because like, you, you die a lot in that game. Or at least I do, because I'm fucking garbage at it. Yeah, those are the games. If I'm with my wife, however... She has to play Jurassic Park because my wife is one. She's the biggest fucking alien fan in the world, and she fucking loves Jurassic Park. So we got to play the Jurassic Park games. So uh, if I know it's a big arcade, I want to look for the Gundam games, the Gundam fighting games. Yes. The one where you actually those jump in the Gundam. Dope. Is that the one yep. you're talking about? Those well, are yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, they, they had those at MAGFest, and then they had them at too many games as well. So, yep. What about you, Eddie? See, I based off the, right off the top of my head, it would be uh, Street Fighter Two or Pac Man would be the ones that I would go to mainly because once uh, the the Marvel vs. Capcom and all those other games were coming out, Tekken, Mortal Kombat, people didn't really gravitate to those, and I was just like, for casual play, that would be it. Like those would be the ones that I would go yeah. for if I wanted to get more bang for my buck. Like in a game that I knew that I was like, oh, I can ride this dollar out for as long as I can. Would be the X Men arcade game or the uh, TMNT arcade game. So mm-hmm. talk about the and if they, old X-Men game, like fucking yeah. the like, one where like it was like yeah, you can use like six people at one time or whatever. OK, you know what? No, I'm thinking about the old um, the old Avengers game. Oh, no, not the Avengers you know. one. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. The Avengers one is <laughs> that, that was rough. That no, was but the bad. X-Men one. Yeah. It, and if there was always Final Fight, um, uh, Final Fight would be the one that I would go to. Like, I'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, Final Fight Machine, yeah, let's go. And I would just go straight to it. There was one arcade machine that I was particularly fond of, and, like, I always enjoyed it as a kid going to that place. Because you would see it. Like, they would have the Area 51, the House of the Dead, the Time Crisis one. And then, like, in the corner, they had this, like, $2 freaking skateboard-like arcade. Where you actually jumped on a skateboard and it had like two handles and like you would like pop fuck? yeah it was like you would actually pop like like if you were doing like an ollie like and it was an just ollie like, it was just like a half pipe down the freaking like an actual street or whatever and you're just doing tricks jumping off of ramps two bucks and like in thirty seconds you're like oh well that was great it was just different you know what I mean but yeah. I remember that like if I ever had the extra money that's where I would go to I would go to that machine first. I forgot Marvel vs. Capcom 1, the intro screen, always got my attention. 
like just like the music it's super flashy colors and like Mega Man was in there like yep. Venom Gambit and I also can't believe I didn't scream this out in the beginning fucking Hydro Thunder that is the first if I Yo. knew a place had art if I knew a place had Hydro Thunder I'm going there even if there was a line you know fucking um there was this place I used to go to in my youth it was kind of like a vacation getaway spot it was in Pennsylvania place closed down since then but they had a, a an arcade for arctic thunder and yeah that's the one that blows cold air off. Every, yeah every single time i was there every single fucking yep. time arctic thunder all day every day uh but there was a caveat that i want to add to it this is all like the common cabs that you used to see when you were younger now like if i saw that there was like naomi's or fucking astro city cabs like oh, yeah. yo rival schools like yeah like at magfest like rival schools fucking what the fuck is it called the the like blaze blue or those are those yeah. are the um what's uh what are they called nicalis i think they're called N- the nicalis cabs i have my fucking uh arcade card in here somewhere yeah because it, it, well it saves your data like you use oh yeah 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 so, but like, if it's like, so you have to use the Nicolas card to upload your profile so that anything that you do oh, gets saved on there. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. Rival schools, uh, third strike, guilty gear X, X two, all that shit. Although X two, I believe was a Thomas wave. I don't remember. I do like, you remember that game we played where it was the, you had to hit the, uh, uh, it was like five buttons on each side. Mm-hmm. And you had to hit the light balls back, back and forth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that, that was pretty cool. That was like some that sort of insane. Yeah, that was some sort of fucking um ski ball type bullshit. And then finally, like it's you're never going to find it except at Magfest. But fucking oh. the what is it? The initial D eight. Oh, uh, the the, the, the cab where it's just like you have to drift, and then you have like the cup of water, and you can't spill the cup of water. Otherwise, you know yeah. that you're drifting. Oh, they have like four wrong. of those things at Magnus. Yeah, and they're all connected. And some there's always those assholes who don't get off the cab. Yeah, they came to Magfest to play that game for five days. Yeah, it was fucking dumb. But no. And then they have, I mean, like they didn't have it the first year, but last year they had the F Zero AX cabs. So. Yeah, that shit was dope. Too. Weird looking cabs get me. I'm like, what's going on with this shit? But <laughs> no, no. Next year's Magfest. See me at fucking rival schools. I'll beat your ass at three a.m. At three a.m. That's the only time. It has to be 3 a.m. on a Friday. He's just hit the back of him. Last question. Zombie Hunter asks, so Vampire Mama is 9 foot 6. Are you surprised and still want her to sit and step on you? Sit and or step on you. Yes. Okay, we have one yes. Eddie? Never wanted her to. Okay. I'm just so happy that have one. This, no. this lady is pissing everybody off for RE8, and I love it. I don't I'm care. I'm it. I don't no, care. No, I'm not talking about us three. I'm talking about the internet. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, it's it's rubbing Eddie off the wrong way. Well, it's, it's, or it might not be rubbing him off at all. Like that might be like. The, I, I start. I started thinking about it. Right. It's kind of like you're 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 either it's it's the two way thing. It's not a middle ground in this. It's either you're for it or you're not. And I was comparing it to. I was thinking about it over the weekend about when Bowsette was first introduced to the internet world. Okay. Yeah. You mean and waifu? it took off. Huh? You mean waifu? Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm all for it. I'm like, oh my God, this is great. Like, this is like, you know, it's a fucking dude still when you get, I'm, I'm not talking about if it's a dude or not. Yeah, I like rubbed, what I'm I've seeing. I've rubbed one out to poison, so I don't give a shit what you say. So. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Brothers. Not the band. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Michaels, do Not Shawn Michaels, as Chris would say. Writing yeah, that Shawn down Michaels. now. <laughs> no, it's, uh, so I, I, I get it, but it's just like, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get it with this one. I just genuinely do not get it. I do not care. I, like I said, it's, it's going to be one of those things. Let's just be honest. That's what this shit is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Christian said, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So we got two yeses and one no is what I'm assuming. Right? I don't give a shit. Flip a coin. That's how you have mine. You don't get to pay. You don't get to, you don't get to be Austria in this. You have to be one side or the other. No, Horror and I are in the same, in the same boat. Fucking. So if she had a tan, she'd be on, she'd be, she'd be better. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially like a really nice tan. What if she gets it? What if she gets a tan mid game? Uh, like what if yeah, like, sure, maybe. all of a sudden she's like this maybe. isn't even my final I guess form. I gotta play the game Eddie I guess I have to play the game <laughs> fuck anyway uh, that's that's it for questions that's it for the show Eddie what are you up to this week what am I up to this week well I got my during our break and I went to go grab water um, I got my I got my uh, joystick for the uh, the sound one joystick oh, for the, the arcade for those that are I love the sound of yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Don't edit these clicks out harder. These are good clicks. Yeah. Okay. We need- now edit after edit them out after this. <laughs> we, we need to add the So ASMR I got my sound one part. So I got all the buttons and everything. I just dropped the washers. Fucking great. Um yeah. So I'll be building this as we were talking about it and you guys were talking about like Magic the Gathering and and like setting the camera up, I remember somebody had told me about doing a a mod stream, like basically is doing a stream on setting up the mod for this thing. And I'm like, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I'll be able to set it up or anything like that. I'm However, done. as we were talking about magic and setting the camera down, I'm like, I do have two cameras technically. Well, the laptop go. comes. The laptop comes with the freaking in camera. Oh, like that was the garbage. Camera. It's garbage. <laughs> It's garbage, but it'll still get me 720, and I'll still be able to point down with this thing if needed be, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, show me your dick, Eddie. I, that's right. Oh, but we so, don't want to talk about a nine foot six fucking lady wanting to sit on people's faces. But we can show yeah. each other our cocks. Bro, I have a color that's chart. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. This is <laughs> bullshit, is what this is. Some bullshit so, invented by men. <laughs> So one way or the other, I'm gonna be modding the stick this week. I will I stream it? I don't I don't know yet. Um and then the other thing, I'm gonna move away from the arcade phase that I was doing, uh playing these games. I will probably do one stream where I showcase the new buttons and everything and all that good stuff. But I really wanna transition into the next step of either retro or modern games that I'm gonna play. I've been saying that I wanna check out the Yakuza series. I think I'm gonna go ahead and shelve uh, Skies of Arcadia for the time being, but it's gonna be Sega related. So it's either Yakuza or it's either we do a Sega Genesis like stream week or something like that because I have no really good memories of Sega Genesis um, except for Sonic 2 and Streets of Rage that I played recently, like that, that as I played as an adult. So I mean, there's Vector Man, there's Gunstar Heroes, there's some RPGs on there, some other hidden gems, and like Sonic Three. I, like I said, yeah, I've played Sonic One, Two, and Three. I've never beaten One or Three, only Two. You know what I mean? So I kind of want to do like a 
yeah, I want to do like a Sega showcase. And that's pretty much it. Like other than that, I got nothing else. I got like I said, I bought some home essential stuff that like, you know, to kind of move around things. I was actually thinking of maybe displaying even some more stuff on the wall, but still on the fence about that because uh I just don't know what's happening. But yeah, that's what I'm doing this week. Uh probably watch a couple of movies. We watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first one last week on Discord, and that was fun. That one still holds up. Yeah, that one still holds up. I don't know how the second one holds up, but I mean I it think the second one's actually even better, maybe, because, I don't know. I do know well, that the uh, cg movie uh, from, like, 2000 is really good, so you should watch that one. Yeah. Too. Well, my, my issue with the second one is, like, that I always had against it is that they never use their weapons on that one. Like, at all. They always I keep on... Wh- I forget which one it is where you can, like, see the actor's mouth inside of the turtle mouth. <laughs> I forget which one that is, but anyway, that's... We gotta get Scotty in on that one, and TJ. Yeah. Because they're big yeah. MNTs. That, that's all. That's all I'm going to be doing. Just modding the stick, uh, doing some Sega games, hopefully, and go from there. But yeah, it's pretty pretty easy week this uh, this week for me. Nice, Corey. Where are you up to? Well, Thursday on the Megavisions channel, we're going to be streaming Puzzle Fighter on the PlayStation Three. So we're going to get a bunch of people together to play that. Friday night, depending on who all is available. I know Eddie has prior commitments, but if Scotty's able to join us. Uh, we're going to do some kind of multiplayer game. Otherwise, if it's just me and Chris, we're probably going to... I got an idea of doing... I have to find a list of which Nintendo games were, like, co-op. Like, obviously, like, Mario 3 mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, like, Contra and, like, other games where we could, like, co-op and just play some old games like Shit, that. Shit, I do fucking Mario 3 in a heartbeat. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you, did, you weren't in the race recently, so... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, no, something like that. Uh... Friday, I don't, I wanted to be like, I asked my wife, I was like, what are we doing on Saturday? She goes, nothing as of yet. I was like, you got two days to tell me if we're doing something. Otherwise, I might do another 12-hour stream. So we'll see. (laughs) It just really depends. So I'll make an announcement and all that shit. We're going to be, we need to play some Pokemon. We need to keep the Pokemon train going. People are loving the Pokemon shit. So other than my streams, Scrubber streams, what else we got? No, that's basically it. I'm going to finish up Donkey Kong Country Returns, and I need to watch some shit, but I don't know if I'll get to it in time. So Nice. All right. What about you, oh, yeah. Chris? I've <laughs> I got a few things going on. One, tomorrow we're going to be playing Dark Souls. We're going to we're gonna take down the, the Bell Gargoyles. That's going to be the plan for Very tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Uh, we're also going to be, well, whatever Friday brings. I'd like yeah. to do two bouts of Dark Souls this week. Just up in the air. Don't know how I'm going to pull that off. I lay tracks tomorrow. I would like to have the first part of the Guilty Gear video out next week. That's going to be my goal. And then after that, probably another two, three weeks after that, then we bring out the last part two, which is probably going to end up being longer than the first part. The first part's probably going to only be like 15, 20 minutes. But on the 13th of February, that is two weeks away from now, there is a free tournament that I am hosting with Boxer Ninja of the Warrior Realm. It is Guilty Gear XR Rev 2 Tournament for the PC. There is a $300 prize pool. $180 can go into your pocket if you win it all. So definitely hit me up. This isn't playing, so you're okay. I am not playing, so you're going to be fine. But no, definitely join the fucking shit. Because if we get 32 players, the price pool is going to go to 500 bucks. 
So if you want to try to earn 250, bring you and your friends and come play Guilt some Guilty Gear because we want to see some fucking fist fly. Um, free entry, right? It is free entry. I cannot, I cannot state that enough. Free entry. How many people do you have entered so far? I think we have 23. So we need nine bodies. It's not bad. It's not. It's not. And 32 is the cap that we're going to be doing. So we get 32. If we get the maximum amount of people, you get 32 bodies, you have the chance of winning $250. So that's my... Or just helping someone that you know is going to win to get more money. Yeah, sure. So. <laughs> I mean, there's there's plenty of people who are just in it for, no collusion. for the fun. No collusion. Find out, y'all a bunch of hoes. So <laughs> that's what's going on with me. Guilty Gear, Dark Souls, shit with Corey. More Guilty Gear. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> shit with... Battle shits. I'm in. Battle shits. Sign me up. Have you guys seen the picture of the two toilets that are facing each other in the bathroom? Bathroom. I mean, that just sounds like boot camp. Yeah, just like <laughs> looking at each other's eyes as you pass a hard one. Yeah, literally, the go <laughs> no, fucking uh, corporal. <laughs> when you got ten right. shitters, five on one side, five on the other, and you're just looking at everybody. That's how it was in jail. No. Like you tell the other guy, <laughs> shit is. You want to play thumb war? You want to play thumb wars, dude? Hold on, give me a second. Leg up. Uh! <laughs> Bro, you had more privacy in jail than you did in boot camp. Fuck it.